Hello, YouTube. That was like, you know how, have you ever done like a musical like gift to somebody? You know how like they have the people come out and sing? No. You're talking about that? like barbershop quartet? Yeah, like hello, hello, hello. Definitely never bought one. You know, of those. you know, you should do one, that to like your wife someday, or just have the, the only time I've seen those have been in Family Guy. You know what I'm talking about? Have you seen yeah, those episodes? No, yeah, yeah. yeah. They, uh, never mind. That's uh, I've never done that. No. no, I just send one to my wife at her work. You know, that'd be loving. Just like five people just trying to get in the work. Hello, let us in. I can't. I couldn't handle that. That kind of pressure. That kind of thought. People singing at me. Oh, I'd, it's a very old timey. Yeah. Um, Let's time bring gone back. By. Just send me a gif of someone singing, saying I'm singing this to you, and I would got the same concept. In the comments, if you've ever done that, or you are one, what if that's your job? Like you just surprise people. Oh, uh, you know who does that when they serve papers when you're getting sued. <laughs> yeah. What? So they're kind of like. I bet there's a pipeline hey, to get to yeah. do that. Like you're. Do you watch those videos? Person. What? Do you ever watch videos of people doing that? No. So on my TikTok feed, um, for a solid two weeks, I had a guy who was uh, his job was summoning. So he would go up to people's houses and he his job was to track them, get video of them in person to prove that they were present. That they got the papers. And then get them the papers. And eventually, after like the fifth try, if they don't take the papers or they refuse them, then like the warrant goes out or whatever, like whatever it is. So he'll sit in front of people's houses, and so the TikTok is basically him just sitting there like, there they are. Open the door. Hey, sir, sir, can I, can I talk to you? And they just slam the door. Yeah. And he starts knocking. Sir, I'm here on behalf of this county to summon you and give you, uh, serve you some papers. Can you please answer the door? Go away, <laughs> sir. And then eventually he'll walk back to the car. He's like, we'll try again tomorrow. And you know, then, I've never thought about that, but maybe that's why some older people or people who are really grumpy and do not want to ever talk to someone they don't know. is like They might have yeah. gotten served before and they got a yeah. scar and they're like, they get paid per person they serve. That's how they get paid. They don't get paid. They have to serve the person in order to get paid. You know, I think that's one of my favorite types of scenes in a movie when someone gets served because you never see it coming and then it happens. You're like, dang, like <laughs> I've seen a couple of burn after reading has a scene like that where yeah. the guy gets served. So. Uh, that I like watching those on TikTok and the people getting their car repoed. Oh, and the top great. comments are because people like jump on the vehicle and like get inside, like it's all lifted up, or they get in and get their keys and they start like they frick up their vehicle because they're trying to back up and it tears the axle. Oh, up. it's not their vehicle and, anymore. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but the um, all the comments are uh, would have been easier to pay for it. <laughs> like, like would have been easier <laughs> to pay for the, the truth. vehicle. Some of the but, people they go to extreme like they'll I see them box a car in with three other cars. I'm like, how do they even get three other cars if they're gonna lose this car? <laughs> like, but they're going all yeah, that they way. Go all the way. Yeah, back behind. But then a tow driver like, I can get back there, and he just yeah. he, they do every they time they find, find a way, way to get back there. And so, so one of the comments if you ever got served, had a car towed, had a car towed, or if you're the server, maybe tell us if you were a barbershop quartet. There has to be a pipeline. Like somebody comes up, like you're good for this. Someone you know what I heard it. recently? If you ever heard this, the FBI, like sometimes, will recruit just people out in public. Like the way they act or the way they carry themselves or like how they appear in public. They'll just like, hey, would you like to join the FBI? And like that's how they recruit some. Have you heard that before? No, I never heard that. I'm not Look it up talk and see if it. I'm crazy. Oh, oh okay. Really? Um, but they like will see people and how they act or how the way they look. They don't look too like suspicious or whatever. And they're like, we 
like you look like someone that would like just and they'll give them a card like hey call us like if you're interested in this job that's and wild. some of them have been recruited from that that's wild have right. you guys uh side tangent before we even get started have you guys ever been randomly offered a job from someone you never met before i one time yeah okay i would love to know that because i i got offered a job one time from a guy i never met before and it was insane i got offered a job i was working like selling I wasn't even selling anything. I was like running one of those stands, like a Costco, where you're like trying to get people to sign up mm. to have someone come to your house and talk about gutters or something. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I was just standing there and I was like 20, and this guy comes up, starts picking my brain. He's like, Hey, man, I got a job. You'll make a lot more money than this. And I was like, Well, okay. I mean, I'm living in this city I'm not from, and I don't make a lot of money. Like, well, what is it? And it was unbelievable money. It was $40 an hour, and I was 20. Oh and this isn't 2012. Wow. Oh, whoa. <laughs> now, but here's what it was. 24 hour on call when somebody you know trigger warning jumps in front of a train when they shoot themselves whatever oh the police i didn't know this they will come get the body if there's a body to get and they'll take it for evidence or the morgue or whatever yeah. they do not clean they anything don't. up they don't clean anything oh it was like a cleanup so like he, a his crew 24 7 they clean up body parts all the stuff that the police leave i've seen people on tiktok that do that yep. and, hey. and all the comments are like those people even as much as they're paid they need more yeah no and and it was 40 dollars an hour yeah. starting 24 hour on call he's like you may come to a job and i may not call you for a couple of days and then you may work for two days straight he's like but you will get paid cash at the end of every job and i was like <laughs> But I was working at the church at the time. Hey, and but then back in your head, you're like, I can make some. But much I was money. looking it up. That and, is, and, they found the right person. Yeah. Like, tie, and, it had to be those jobs. Like, yeah. you're working on these stands or whatever. Yeah. You're it's just like, like burning your time away. Yeah. And, and I was intrigued, but I had a prior commitment with like, yeah, it was my yeah. second job I was doing. Could um, you imagine if you did that? Like, I did consider, though, like, could I handle that? Yeah. And that'd be mentally. I was a person changed, of strong like, faith. So I was like, I think I, I could, but, um, it definitely what I saw a lot of I did research. People said you end up developing a very dark sense of humor because oh, yeah. you mm. are like just walking into officer, blood yeah. and guts and stuff. You're so like, used to it. You just learn how to laugh about it. Yeah. And that's yeah. what people say is like, you learn how to laugh about it. You just never get over the smells is what yeah. I heard. And I was like, Oh God, like, maybe yeah. I am. Um, but you lose part of your humanity. I think not because you're a bad person, but because it's uh grueling. That yeah, I, I can't imagine ever being offered that job. But uh, two years ago, I, I recently got offered a job, which I'll tell you that story. But two years ago, I got I was we we're doing a thing where we're auctioning off um items for, for a fundraiser, and we we bring in an auctioneer. So a legit auctioneer from an auction house comes in, he does this, and he, he dude, I ain't gonna lie, if he wasn't there, we wouldn't be making the money we were making. Um, he had to leave, his time was up. We had like two more items we had to auction off. So what do they do? Jacob can do it. So they walk up and they they bring me up there, and I just all right, here we go. And I just start going. And after the auction was over, everyone's still standing there. I'm saying goodbye. The auctioneer comes walking in, in the middle of everyone, and says, "What's your name?" And I was like, uh, "Jacob." And he's like, "You would make a killing at this job." Hands me his card, says, "You need to call me tomorrow," and leaves. And I sat there with this card, and I was like, "Did I just get offered a job to be an auctioneer?" That's what I said to be an auctioneer. You'd be a great auctioneer. So I was just like, "What?" So I'm walking up like, "Do I call this guy?" I don't know if I should call this guy. So I did call him. Um, it was not going to be anything that was worthwhile. I would have to go to like get some classes. Apparently, you have to go to classes to become an auctioneer. And then um, after you go to classes to get certified, you have to get hired. So basically, they hire like on a you get like basically you work part of a group or you 
advertise for yourself and then they bring you in. And he said a lot of people nowadays, it's all cars. A lot of it's you, cars. You know, we talk about AIs. That is the easiest job <laughs> to automate. It is simply taking somebody's uh, eBay automated this in yes. 2001. And they still, and, and you like, can't get the, let me hear a one, can I get a one, 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 one? How about 100, one? That's 100. Can I get a 200, 200, 200, 200? I think there is, is something like, because even eBay auctions, people will, there's pride that gets mixed in it. Yeah. And you might bid a little bit more than what the item, than you wish you would have, because some guy is fighting you that back. FOMO. Yeah. So it is kind of like an ego thing. I think that is elevated even more in person. It is. Yeah. So it that is. is even more like heightened. It can sell um, more if you have a professional person. Yeah. It's know, also different than eBay because it's like you're getting to see the item right in front of you too so yeah. it's like it's all that added pressure on the uh second one which is really quick i actually was at target um with my girlfriend and we were shopping grabbing stuff so this was around christmas time and um we were grabbing i think like a little tree cover it goes underneath the tree mm -hmm. and i picked it up and i i look around and my girlfriend's trapped in a conversation with a couple and i was like well that's not like her because she's not the type of person just brought up to a random person so i was like something happened so i walk over there and we start talking and it's join just, my mlm <laughs> 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 When we start talking and they're just shooting the shoot, bro. They're like, we're just talking. Like, it's nothing crazy. Um, me and this guy, we ended up exchanging phone numbers because we had a lot in common about games. And he's like, I'd love to hang out with you. I was like, that's awesome, dude. Like, maybe this is how you make friends now. Yeah. I was confused. Yeah. So I walked up, I was like, Did you start that conversation? She's like, she said no. She asked me if I cooked. And I was like, Okay, like that's that's right on. So Selling um, some pots and pans. Kid you not, two weeks ago, I get a phone call. Um, I didn't save this person's number. I just, you know, I just got the number and I just did what I always do. I leave in my text thread. And if he'd ever text me, I'll talk to him. Yeah. Um, I, no, I'm just a terrible person. It is what it is. Um, no, I I, you didn't follow yeah. up with the target guy. It's okay. Yeah. Well, it was him. Hey, man, what are you doing right now? I kid you not. This is 830 p.m. at night. <laughs> I'm like, I'm with some teenagers hanging out. We have a Super Bowl party. And he was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm driving back from Arkansas right now. Um, and I want to know, do you want to make some money? And I was out there, I was like, do I want to make some money? Like, what do you mean? He's like, I got an opportunity for you, and I don't want you. I think you're the perfect person for uh, this. Oh, that's an MLM. And I was like, I, I, I can't talk about this. Like, I'll tell you what. I'll call you. Be ready. Tuesday, 2 p.m. I'm going to call you. And I was like, okay. And I hung up, and I was like, what's happening? He never called me. <laughs> And so I Those uh, people are so flaky. Their sales tactics are so like sneaky and conniving. Uh, I I used to do networking stuff uh, like with other business people or whatever. And like, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, they they just every trick under the sun they pull out. And um, one time we were uh, for when me and my wife or fiance at the time when we were about to get married, we went to some like. Uh, I don't know how she, oh, I don't know what it was. There was like some bridal show or whatever thing. And they said like, hey, come here. Like they're, we're going to like have some like, we're basically going to try to sell you these pots and pans or whatever. But if you don't want them, we're going to give you a good deal on them or whatever. But if you don't want them, we'll still give you like this trip. There's like a trip, like a vacation thing. And timeshare. A timeshare type thing. Mm. And I told her, I was like, I've always heard people make fun of these. And they're like, they always like the stuff that they're selling is such a ripoff. But people have got these things. Like you can't get these things. So we go. Oh, wow. You went. We went. Because I also wanted to like psychologically see this and be a part of this. Because it's like, how are they going <laughs> to sell this? And dude, every sales tactic under the sun they yeah. use. 
they was like, Hey, nice shirt, man. Like what band yep. like is that? I like that band or whatever. Yep. And like, um, well, where'd you go to school at? And like they connect with you on a human level, like every single thing they can connect on, they'll connect with you on and like kindness and, and humor and whatever. I was amazed. Cause like, I'm looking back and I'm like, this guy is like, he's good. Prime. Like I know all these tricks and this is incredible. The way he's layering all this, whatever they get to the end. Like they show all these pots and pans and they, that was another sales tactic. They brought this garbage can. Dun, 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 dun. <clears throat> Here's what you have in your kitchen. And they dump all this old, like out of this black trash bag all these old like pots and pans and they're all rusted and used and they're like and this like whatever and, and guess how long they had it for this was like five months look at these the it was like this is usually eight grand we're selling these for four grand so they were like four grand actually i'm gonna say it's more i think it was like six thousand dollars that's disgusting for these pots and pans so we're in there and I'm looking around and it is like other young couples or other people like, you, like they, they kind of just maybe picked out of a crowd. Like all these people look like chumps, whatever. So we're sitting there and I, I I'm laughing with Chelsea. I'm like, this is so crazy. And then they're like, all right, who wants to buy or whatever, like come to this table. But if not, whatever. And I swear we were the only ones in that entire room of like eight couples that said no. And when they found out, like, hey, are you going to be buying? I was like, no, we're just going to get the thing. And the guy that was so nice to us and this older guy just was like, hey, blah, blah. Like, are you going to be doing this? And I was like, no, I think we're just going to take it. He's like, you're just going to take it? I was like, yeah. And he turned about face and walked away like, and, and, like, pointed over there. You were dead to him. All, yeah, we were yeah. dead. Like, all the kindness, like, got sucked wow. out of his body. And it just, whoop, it just left. Yeah. So crazy. And I was like, and his... Um, it was a family thing. So it was like his wife and his son, who was like in his twenties, they were signing people up and we were watching people drop like six grand, six grand, six grand. Hey, that dude. And, and they were banking bank. And I was watching this was like, and I was like, wanted to go up and it's like, do you, you're not, you're like, um, uh, uh the, the Disney villain. Yeah. You know what I mean, like you are, <laughs> you work evil. as a, like, I want to grab you. So my wife got the ticket. Like we got the thing for like a three day paid thing. Cause that was like, are we going to do this on a honeymoon? Like it's a paid thing that yeah. would really help us financially at the time. We find out like we call what, once we find out the name of the place and all this other oh, stuff, man. like they, she looks online and this place has terrible reviews. It was supposed to be like this star review. And it was like a two star mm -hmm. place, mm -hmm. terrible mm -hmm. reviews. Mm -hmm. People were like, I got sure. Cause it's timeshare or whatever. And my wife is usually like very does not be is not confrontational, doesn't like to do all that stuff. And they she called and was like, Hey, all right, they might have called her the next day or something about like, hey, we're setting this up, whatever. She's like, Hey, you lied and you're like a terrible person. <laughs> like and was like, I don't know why you do this as a job because like and like let her have it like and and the person didn't know what to say. And it was like, Dang. You're just a terrible person. So there are uh, evil people and creatures out there that just walk the earth and try to take your money. They're so. they're just gambling that there's they'll little... come out ahead because uh, mm -hmm. whatever but these tickets. Those will... people always end up in a Netflix documentary in jail. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. one yeah. or the other. Yeah, those people always end up screwed. You should <laughs> not be able in good conscience to pressure just random young couples into dropping four grand yeah. on freaking pots and pans. You it's say crazy. that, but for them, you're telling me you have eight people walking up like they don't care. They how much money they just made. Yeah, I know. I yeah, they're making so much money. That it's like, but that's what I'm saying. Like that type of uh, nature to you, it ends in blood, sweat, like 
yeah blood like at the end like uh, people are just like getting mad or just those type of people always get in little shenanigans what, and little like what do illegal you do? things those people are going to end up getting in illegal things like imagine those people that buy that stuff a month later and they're sitting on the couch and they're like yeah i want to you know change out this flooring or i want to do like these things for our house and, and they're yeah. looking at the four thousand dollar pots and pans sitting on their stove like that is like enough to destroy a marriage. For, like I for, think, for the if first you realize year, you dropped almost five grand on dude, kitchen. I bought oh Faber Fiberware Walmart box set back in 2016. I still use them today. No, you can't. You should have got the six thousand. Like, whenever like something messes up with because one of our pots and stuff, pans or whatever, just started like scraping up like the yeah. paint or whatever. And I, our joke has been running since we got married is. We should have got the six thousand dollars. These people, <laughs> we should have got the six. These people bots. never play video games because they don't understand how to efficiently use <laughs> yeah. your resources. Yeah. Use your resources to min max and make sure you don't spend. Like they're dropping ninety points in luck. Yeah. Like, they, like what are you doing? Like, yeah. like put some in strength and depth. I, I could not believe like, make your character so different. Oh. I thought it was going to be like uh, like half the room oh. would, would catch the trick, but when everyone except us, it was like. Am I a genius or am I filled in a room of idiots? I don't know. Maybe you were the idiot. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. So. You're kind of crazy because maybe. even if you're very strong willed, it's just like a complete waste of a night. Well, so, but it, you were going to get the thing. I would never do that. Not no. because I wouldn't be able to walk away. I don't trust it. Just doesn't like conflict. Well, it it would have been a whole waste it, of my time. It is so much pressure yeah. and sales pressure that I think that is what they bank on. And dude, seven out of eight people, I think, did not probably came in with the same thinking that we did, but I swear their sales tactics and the you, pressure. You have to be completely. And you're convicted. stuck in the room with them for about a 45 minutes to an hour. They let, it, oh. it's almost like a, a police interrogation when yeah. when you're they let you sit for like 20 minutes and they come in late or something like. Yep. They kind of did that, and like you're sitting there for 45 minutes to an hour, and that's so you have all these things stacked up against you. It's like, well, I don't want to waste my time. I did this or blah blah this, and I know the person. They were nice to me and connected with me and whatever. Yeah. All that stuff stacked up. I I was like kind of shocked. I was just like, dang. So yeah. Uh, but we still joke. We always go, what happened to the people? People paid six thousand dollars for these pots. But um, speaking about you're talking about min maxing and trying to manage your money better through video games. We're a video game podcast. We're a movies <laughs> podcast. We're a TV show podcast. Um, what does that make us if we're all three? Pop culture. Pop. But culture. it's not pop culture because we're we like the Nelk Boys. It's the who. The Nelk Boys podcast. Or no, no idea. No, it all runs. It's together. one of those H3 and all this. I don't know <laughs> we're like H3. H2. H2O. We're like, we're H4. Yeah, H2O. Hilarious. Um, Anyways, can we keep, keep on the topic of shady people? Um, I want to talk about a show me and my wife have been watching called on Netflix, The Murdow Murders. I keep seeing the splash like screen of yeah. this guy's face, and it's like his face huge and there's like six of his face and every time it pops up i'm like i tell jesus like they're screwed up for like making this <laughs> pop up on my screen every time i turn on netflix like, um this guy looks like a this, creep job so i this story in the trial literally just started and the, the netflix thing just came out so the Shocker. trial for oh. this guy just started it linked up like with this it's kind of like how last of us and the the remake and stuff they teamed up to everything is like, oh i've seen this on tiktok so this this guy and, and you probably saw it in the news he is this kind of rich? They're like it's a it's a law firm. I forgot what state it is. I, I'm, I'm forgetting what state it is. But 
this little town, I want to say Pennsylvania, they are well known in the community because it's like generations, like the great, great granddad started this law firm mm -hmm. to the point where it's like, they're the only law firm in town. So they kind of like, they kind of made their own rules because they have, they were the only one in town and they had connections with the police and connections mm -hmm. with this. So I don't want to spoil all of this, but it's called the Murdown Murders. And the face I've just seen was this guy, the dad. And it's, you know, he has a wife and just the kids or whatever. Um, the Netflix doc, because it's the Murdown Murders, it goes into detail. This is a fricked up family. Oh my gosh. It is so fricked up. Um, and like, uh, the, the sons and stuff, all these people are just, in the nicest way, shitheads uh, of just <laughs> wow. people of just like the worst people, like these rich, rich uh. people, the way they act and the way they treat others, like just terrible. And um, the, uh, I don't want to spoil it, but it kind of starts with these kids and then it gets to like the other family members okay. have been involved in like murders and like killing people. Wow. And it's really fricked up. It's more fricked up than I thought. I thought that guy just kind of, cause he's in the trial right now for, you know, murdering his family and stuff. So that's this, what the trial is. So this isn't one whack job Dahmer style guy went off and did something. This is no, the, the, whole, the whole family, family jacked up. The whole family. And they're up. not like poor inbred, you know, no, they like are rich. Trailer, and, did you, uh, you know, not to say people in trailers. No, no, poor, they're, but like, okay, this isn't like, um, they're in middle know, society. No, they're in high class. They're high, they're high, class. High, they're high, high class. class. Oh, well. I don't they know. Because they own this law firm thing. Did you rich. see the yeah, video call of the guy when he um, allegedly the police showed up and it was a body cam video of him explaining what happened uh, to the cops? Well, one of them. Well, okay. yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, uh, but this guy and all this stuff. So what was really funny, well, not funny, but it like made me reflect because I thought this way before, like me and my wife will just sit down and eat food and like watch these murder shows. And it's like, yeah, they bashed their head in and they shot this person and they came in and stuff. And I'm like, I'm watching this as entertainment. Like this person's Dude. entire family history has changed. So this one hits even more, I think, because like we're watching like, oh, yeah, this person died. And like they're showing like here's where they were hit and all this stuff. And I'm like, oh, this is some good steak I'm eating right now. Like, I'm watching. <laughs> but then it gets to. It ends, and then, like, sure enough, today, like, I pop on, and there's, like, they're showing clips of the, the trial. And I'm like, this is, like, linked up with, like, Netflix's got it yeah. out fast enough. And oh, I'm, yeah, they're working on it and in the middle like, of the trial. This, this culture of, like, I'm watching deaths that happen to these families, and then, then it goes straight into the trial. Like, it's just like, and this has been true since like OJ and like way before that even. But like Paul, in my lifetime, it was like OJ and this like it's, kind of it's a new permutation of yeah. this. Yeah, yeah, and, and I think like OJ sticks out because it's more recent of like it seemed like the start of it to me. Well, and he was uber famous. Yeah, it's become more and more. I mean, the true crime obsession. Yeah, uh, in like our culture. Yeah, and the mm -hmm. South it's, Park episode about it. Okay, sounds great. Talk about that. The, I it, could tell because you talk about you with your wife sitting watching. Can you talk about the South Park so crime. I, I finished all of South Park. I, I, I completely watched to it. There is a episode about this topic. And it's, the episode <laughs> is called Informative Murder Porn. Yeah. That's what it's called. Yeah. I mean, yeah. and they said the whole show is basically based on the fact that couples get turned on when they watch <laughs> murder, true crime things. So it goes like 
seduction stabbing and like that's the shows are called or made murderers and stuff like that they make fun of basically the extreme well what ends up turning into is the kids are trying to stop their parents from watching murder porn because the families are turning into the stories like they're killing their husbands they're killing their wives and and the kids are like i don't want my mom to die (laughs) so they're they're going out trying to stop this and it, it culminates in this idea that says here's how we stop them we make it to where it's a question they can't answer using the cable company. So they they say, how to tame a, a horse in Minecraft. That's how you get the uh, the channels unlocked. Yeah. No one in the town knows how to tame a horse in Minecraft. Oh, because they're all they're, they're all, all old men. Yeah, yeah, so then. they end up having a kid teach them how to tame a horse in Minecraft. They so create basically adult passwords for the cables. Oh, okay, but yeah. what ends up happening is then they get addicted to Minecraft and not murder porn anymore yeah so it just turned into a really funny episode and when yeah. you said that I, I mean i've all i felt this way with the other ones where it's like this is fricked up what these murders are but this one was the one i was like when There's it went straight into i knew this trial was happening and then i saw it like we love and we crave that drama like that that feel well it. Uh, yeah it's that- just unreal that like people can do this and you're like the human psyche because i get that like i'm i'm drawn not drawn to murders hopefully but i'm drawn and like i like people that are just kind of like, what are you thinking? Like, mm. like that's how you think or whatever. I'm like that. I don't even get disgusted by these people or, or it's scared. Like a fascination. I, it's a fascination. Cause like my mind doesn't think that way. No. So this is on the other end, the other spectrum, which is like scary. Like did people know, or like some of the Murdoch murders, I will say, um, I'll just say what happens at the beginning. One of the sons is, is like an alcoholic they're like 17 and driving a boat her his father's boat or whatever gets uber uber drunk like crazy for uh, like anybody but like a seven all these 17 year olds are running around and yeah. they're on this boat and whatever they have an accident and one of the person people on the boat dies because he's so drunk but mm. then like they use their connections that like he kind of gets out of it like yeah. he doesn't whatever yeah he's not the answer for it yeah and uh, the when i'm watching it i'm telling i'm telling chelsea i'm going that is people like because the other people got flung out of the boat, got injuries and stuff too. And it's like you learn to like you learned way too late that that guy's not your friend. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, like yeah. why were you? And, and there was some stuff where they were kind of falling out with that guy, anyways, with this with this Murdow got kid. But yeah. at the same time, it's like you hung out with this guy any at, at any capacity. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like he spent more than ten minutes and didn't walk out. Yeah. So it's like that's the kind of thing that sucks too. It's like you got to know your friends. Like you got to know like something yeah i'll say on all those type shows the ones that lean heavier into like grizzly like bloody murder and where you know they did it yeah i don't like that stuff like there was an episode of unexplained mysteries or unexplained mysteries what was it unexplained mysteries Mysteries, whatever unsolved mysteries (laughs) there we go unexplainable there's one where like it became very clear who did the murders and it was disgusting and stuff they were doing and i told my wife i was like i don't really like this this is really gross the ones that get us is the courtroom you don't really know if you believe him or not, like making a murderer. The, yeah. And like, there's one called the staircase. It's like, I don't even know like how to really, and they take you through the trial. Yeah. I like that stuff more because you're like, it's a human psyche yeah. kind yep. of thing of like, did this person do this? What do I think about that? How was the evidence shown? Um, but the more it leans into like the Dahmer. So we, I'm, you know, I talked, Dahmer I said my was actually Dahmer. my first time I checked out. Yeah. Cause I've always watched Man, that's crazy. And, I watched the whole thing. Yeah. I, I always liked those, but that one, when I, the trailer, cause usually those trailers hook you in, 
that trailer was like, this is gross. I'm this looks what like what he did was gross, movie. dude. Yeah. And I knew this, I already knew what he had done. I was like, I uh, hey, I, I watched that and I was like, this is disgusting. And I was like, why'd I watch this? <laughs> That's but what I I've it. heard from you and multiple people. Hey, like, it's, it's atrociously online podcast. Is it true they tried to redeem him like a little bit at the they, end? At the end, they did. That is insane to me. Um, I would say that like, is insane. It was wild to me because like you walk away and you're like, man, I kind of feel bad for him a little. And you're like, what's wrong with me? And uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's kind of like the weird part about it because, like, uh, well, I, you get, can, I get that uh, a smidge with all of these because I would say 10 out of 10 times they have something in their childhood that gets fricked up or whatever. Oh, yes. well, they did a great job. I will say like that, that show, part. It's like, uh, they were bullied or this was fricked up. They did I agree. Or, I'm not like, disagreeing. Yeah, with no, no, that. no. It's just but the that's fact the that, like, only smidge I give them. You like, can't, they did a good job honoring the victims in the sense of, like, hey, these things happened. These people were real. Like, understand that they even talked about that in the last like 10 minutes of the show on the final episode got it in right at the end yeah right at the end. it's like they're learning like oh yeah. yes but um as well. it's the fact oh, that yeah, you're victims. like <laughs> the kids he sees upbringing and you're like his parents are jacked up his dad did a terrible job helping him cope with this by teaching him about how to dissect animals like it was just not a good idea and that right then and you're like you almost get a peek into their childhood and some of it might be like theatrically like hyped up yeah. or it might be spot on i yeah. i don't know i have no clue what it could be but it's something yeah but yeah i don't enjoy those or anything like that i like the comedy that's why i watch south park can, can i shout out one of these shows it wasn't a real like or it is real it's based on a true story but it wasn't like a documentary but okay. jess and i watched the watcher mm. have oh you guys seen my this? wife watched i've that. heard about it so kind of like a neighbor guy, yeah the a, watcher it was uh seven episodes i think and we watched it this last week it's on Netflix, and the basically the premise is this couple and their two kids are moving out of New York City. She's an artist, and he's like some business guy, and they want to go out to the suburbs. So they buy this mansion in this small town in New Jersey, Westfield, New Jersey, and it's their dream house, and yeah. they really are kind of making a financial leap buying it in the first place, and he's trying to get this promotion and all this stuff. Well, they get the house, and then they get – um into it they're moving in the first day and they get this letter and it's like you know dear you know blah 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 it's not it doesn't say who it's from you know um i've been watching out over your house for you know decades blah 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 and it's kind of creepy and it's kind of weird but it's not threatening it's just like mm -hmm. oh, that's weird like basically i am the watcher i watch your home and it's like okay and then like there's weird neighbors there's all this weird stuff happening like there's a giant like kind of like um he's like a giant kid but he's like old and he like he's in their dumbwaiter at night like they open their dumbwaiter and he's in it and they like they the dad like punches yeah. him and throws him out but like all these neighbors are being weird and controlling about what they do with the house and stuff and um it's this mystery like who is this watcher they start writing more like satanic things like what if your kids go in the basement i'll you know we're gonna drain their blood like it's crazy yeah. they're getting these really really weird fricked up messages so it was it's a show that is based on a true story. I did look it up. This was a real thing that happened. They were getting letters. Um, but in real life, they never found the watcher and the family ended up just selling the house. And then, you know, no, the next people to live there never got anything. So but in the show, they kinda, they're, they're they setting it up. It concept. might be these people. It might be those people. Yeah. It might be this. It might be that. But in the end they didn't have an answer and it j falls apart in the last couple episodes yeah. because it becomes clear like they're all of these things like they set up things and they do things that make no sense yeah and 
it's and then they try to throw it all it's like no one ever knew yeah. and it's like but you made every single person the most suspicious person on earth with no explanation of no why and why yeah and it it wound up being kind of a big fart but we had fun watching it yeah. and uh it was a a good six out of ten goofy show yeah. it didn't overstay its welcome but they definitely did not stick the landing with the mystery yeah. of it but that was the watcher um it seems like let's just keep teeing off on tvs uh, TV shows we've been watching. I did finish South Park, like I said. I'm actually on season 26. That came out. So, yeah. I flew through that thing, dude. It was easy. You know what's funny is, like, I don't feel like South Park should end, but when I hear about The Simpsons, it's like, that's still going? Like, why yeah, it's still I don't going. Feel, I, I feel like South Park is growing with the times and change like the humor has changed. You know, it's still... They've it's changed the, they've the way they changed. even set up their seasons. Yeah. Their whole it used seasons. to be more um, no, random. Serial, it used not serialized, episodic. It yeah. used to be more episodic. Every episode was its own thing. And yep. then they made a change, what, six, seven years ago. Yeah. And instead of 20 episode seasons, they're like episodic. 10, 11. They do 10, 11 that are serialized and they yeah. tell one yes. story. They started They started messing with that. What's funny because I watched a documentary basically because I was watching. I'm like, man, why am I fascinated? I watched a documentary and they basically explained like, we got sick of the old format. We're like, man, we could really sell something here. Let's let's start just making fun of things, but like over the course of a couple episodes. Mm-hmm. And it started with Imagination Lands and then car- Cartoon Wars. And they just grew on it and grew on it. And they're like, let's just find something to make fun of for our entire season. Yeah. You know, and then they started doing all that. So it was just kind of like, it was cool to watch it. So like this season, it was hilarious because they came out the gate swinging at Kanye, which was awesome. First episode, they went after Kanye, which was great. It was hysterical. Um, and this next one, the, the next episode, they went after the royal prince and princess because um they all, came, all i saw from that was she all i saw was a headline that said she watched the episode and she cried <laughs> and, then, and then it's next to the picture of her and it's her as like a puppet like this it's like the well, goofiest looking thing of her like, well the they, basically they made fun of that because they came out that I, there was a big thing where how they said like we don't enjoy being on the spotlight we just want our own like like peace and quiet yeah, yeah. well they just basically made fun of them saying like you want your privacy, but you do outrageous things that call to yeah. people's attention to you. Yeah. Hey, so, hey, hey, everybody look at me. Yeah. yeah. Why the hell are you looking at yeah. me? Like, exactly. That is the most annoying thing on earth. So they did a great job in the episode, and they just nailed it to a T, and it was really cool. So um, it's been good. Season 26 has been great. Um, I am including this on TV because it is that time of year that I'm watching WWE again because WrestleMania is weeks away. And I put in our group chat, I was like, we got to get together. Because we once got together. Yeah, yeah we should do yeah. that again. And that was so fun because it was like, I didn't know the people's name, but I was like, I like this guy. This yeah. Guy funny. To me, it's like when you come to our Super Bowl parties, that was the, like that for me. Of like, I don't know what's going yeah. on, but this is crazy. Yeah, I love, I'll, I'm down. The WrestleMania has turned into a giant event now okay. um, that spans over the course of three days. Um, Have it used you to be seen one it? day. Yeah, I know, right? And you would pro- you've probably already seen this. But I love on TikTok, it started because I've been watching them all. It just shows me a lot of these. It shows me a lot of wrestling clubs, but it shows me a lot of Stone Cold's podcast. Yeah. It's incredible. It's a great podcast. Stone Cold has a podcast where he invites old wrestlers on and they'll watch like their famous flips. And he's like, so what was going on here? And like that you got really hurt here, like famous moments. Like what, what was going through your head when like there was a part with Undertaker got, um, uh, this this like firework or this like he thing. got burned by he pyro got, he got burned by pyro and he talked about like yeah this was going on and like he didn't Stone break Cold, character like, either and Stone Cold's a really good podcaster because he just like lets him talk forever and yeah. like he'll just explain the thing and he knows like oh what was going on and that hurt you or that was watch what you do right here and he's like if he, you ever want a good clip that, to watch just, I don't even like uh, like that makes me into a more wrestling yeah. fan because I was like this is really cool if you go back and rewatch that podcast where he's talking to Mark Calloway 
And he explains you like, explain to me the hell in the cell match between you and mankind, uh, Mick Foley. Yeah. And he said, I wasn't even supposed to wrestle that match. I broke my ankle like two weeks ago, like before that. And he's like, but Vince said we had to do the match. So we did the match. So like, <laughs> um, this dude's climbing a giant steel cage with a broken ankle. I think I've seen that one. You know, yeah. and he's explaining everything. Like I threw Mick off the table. And then I was like, how do I get down from here? And then they start lifting the cage. And I just, I'm just standing there. And I know the entire time I'm the mean, menacing Undertaker, but I'm like, I just killed a man. Like, that's all I'm thinking about. And then I look Is over. That when he fell through the cage yeah, he, and then hit a table. Well, no, that wasn't supposed to happen. He threw him off the, the, so he threw him off the cell. Yeah. And then everyone came out because they like, holy crap, this dude's dead. They lift the cell. They start dragging him in the back on the stretcher. Then McFoley comes to him and says, I got a mat. And he gets off the stretcher and just runs back up and starts climbing the cage. This is not planned. Yeah. The, the match is over. Yeah. So he starts climbing the cage. So Undertaker sees him and is like, I guess we're still going. <laughs> so he walks up and they start punching. And he said, my favorite moment was he, you could hear him slightly say, joke slam me. And Undertaker said, right now? He said, yes. And so he grabs him and he throws him through the cage because the cage just gave out. And they didn't and think it yeah, would happen. The, yeah, the cage do, gave out. Do they ever talk about on that, like, the but, inner politics of who's supposed to win what and like disagreements. Hogan, Hogan's a big yes. Hogan will be the one. To wasn't watch. there a guy who was supposed to lose and he didn't? Yeah, that was um Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels. Yeah, that was the big thing because uh it was the Montreal screw job. Yeah, when uh Bret Hart was he signed with WWC WCW. He was the current WWE champion. He went to Vince and said, "Hey, this is my last match. I'm in Montreal. I'm not dropping the belt. I'm beating Shawn Michaels like we had it planned." And I'm going to relinquish the title the next night. And I'm going to WCW. And Vince said, I like that plan. And then he got in a, he got in a very small closet. They, they said a very small closet with the ref, Jim Ross, and Sean. He said, we're taking the belt off of him <laughs> in Montreal. And Sean, Sean to this day swears I knew nothing about it. The ref quit his job immediately afterwards. Vince got punched in the mouth. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So it, it's, 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 I'm telling you, watching those stories and watching the wrestlers tell their accounts from them, is some of the most entertaining it's things so entertaining. in the world. Vince McMahon was running a pure chaos. Hey, he, pure chaos shot. In the eighties and the eighties, they suck, but man, in the nineties, they really figured it out. I feel like that's a golden era oh, when it we is. were growing up. In yeah, I didn't know that. the Rock's dad was a wrestler. He was. Yep. I realized that this week. His daughter's trying to become a wrestler. That's crazy. Yeah, the whole generation of it. So I watched. Um, I watched Elimination Chamber, basically the tie it all together, which is like the last pay per view before WrestleMania. Um, and it was a great one. They got a really good feud going on between Roman Reigns, who he's held on the belt for over 900 days, um, taking on Sami Zayn. It was really good. Um, normally, that, that pay-per-view sucks because the concepts kind of died out. But since Triple H has taken over the creative design, since Vince got forced out of the company, um, it's been so much better. Mm -hmm. So I'm excited for WrestleMania this year. I think it's a, it's going to be a good one. It's like They got a lot of really... Can you explain really, what happened... He sold the company to some Saudi Arabia. No, that hasn't. That's that's a rumor. So that's a current rumor that's floating okay, around. I that, thought that actually. Happened. So Vince, Vince got in some trouble, sexual assault yes, trouble. We, I did see that. He got removed. Me too. So he stepped down. The funny part is he left on. A, he walked on a Raw. His last appearance on TV he came on a Raw to announce John Cena, and that was it. He walked and said, "Ladies and gentlemen, John Cena," and then he walked away. And that was his last appearance. He wanted to do that on purpose, How long ago though. Was that? Six months ago. Oh, okay. It was recent. So then um, he spent some time away, but then what he ended up doing was he used his board powers. He had some creative control and some stocks to seize control of the company again. He forced his daughter out 
his daughter was removed. Yes, I heard about. Like, so she she resigned, but basically forced her out. He rehired his old buddy, and they they put together a package to sell it to Saudi. Okay. So now all the wrestlers are freaking out because like, if we get sold to Saudi Arabia, like the women's wrestling is probably gonna be gone. Yeah. They'll get rid of that. They'll have a ton of money, but it'll be all be in Saudi Arabia. It'll no longer be like USA based. <laughs> um, but Vince is like, it's a downer. <laughs> I can make billions. Like this is it. Like I can I can cash out. Yeah. Forever. But if the yeah. but if the talent doesn't want to go to Saudi, then it's all yeah. not. No, it's not. It's not worth anything. Saudi Arabia, they paid. They paid. I think it was like seven something million dollars to Undertaker to wrestle one match, because they said Undertaker retired, and they said we don't want your show if you don't give us Taker, and so they said we're going to find a way to give you Taker, and they gave him Taker. Wild. Yeah, is so, Undertaker officially retired? Yeah, he's done. It, okay. There's a documentary. Um, I highly he kept recommend coming back. Yeah, that like, was the I running like, joke. Yeah. yeah, but watch the documentary, The Last Ride. If there's a, if there's anything I recommend, if you love like the idea of the Undertaker, watch The Last Ride because it's him completely out of character explaining his last like six years in the business. That's cool. And his decision making and why more he did into stuff. This now than yeah, watch that. Watch The Last Ride. That's beauty. Well, let's let's see here. And do you have any other TV shows? I had a couple more. Oh, uh, there was a uh, other other TV. Uh, the Last of Us. Yeah. Still yep. going oh, yeah. On. I did watch The Last of Us. Um, you. So you're two episodes in. You said I've watched earlier? two of them. So yeah. Two. Uh, you haven't seen the newest one, and I'm all the way called up. So it's like a timeline right here mm-hmm. of this whole show. Yes. But I'm still really freaking enjoying this. I love that they have found a format for I think video games to be put into like. This is the first time like seeing a video game thing that I've loved, 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 mm-hmm. like in a different medium. Um, I think they've knocked it out of the park. They've changed some things, I think, for the better. Some stuff I've, I'm not. Uh, it's not like a huge like, oh my gosh, yeah, it's not a big deal. But yeah, it's nothing. Just like a, eh. There were some in this most recent episodes, like ah, this might have been like this was better in the game or vice versa, yeah. you know, vice. But it, a lot of it's been vice versa. Like oh, I like that they adopted this for the tv show because if they would have done x that they did in the game it would have sucked in you know uh the tv show but i really especially in this last episode uh, there was like certain lines that ellie says that sounds just like her in the game yeah like one for one like and i don't even think that's totally on purpose i think it's just like the way that character they did a good job yeah the character i think the the selection of talent to act out ellie joel everyone around them they did a good job casting this show yeah Yeah, it's Um, very well casted they did a phenomenal that's that's the only thing i can sit there and like if they would ever if they even if they messed up the entire part i would still sit here and say they picked the right people yeah the right yeah definitely right cast i've been because i've only watched two um i really really love everything that covers what the game covered, like when they're in Boston, mm-hmm. the whole opening sequence, when, when they're driving through the town and it's all going to hell, all of that, the stuff that the game, it overlaps with the game is like one-to-one or even better. I think yeah. you said that at times, yeah. like, and like, even when they're leaving the quarantine zone and they're encountering the clickers for the first time, I mean, it felt like a game scenario. Yeah. The way yeah, they yep. shot the action. Which and is I, perfect. I was laughing. Justin, why are you laughing? I was like, this is exactly like the game. Like, the way they're crawling around, they're kind of splitting yep. up for a second, they're coming back together. Um, and the clickers are so aggressive. And, um, yeah, I, I was I was kind of curious, because at first I was like, I don't know how this thing spreads, because this is different than what I remember. Yeah, they, they and I think it. I get it now. It's those wires that are coming out of the mouth. Yeah. And... 
And I, I'm still learning. Yeah, you're I, still learning. I don't stuff. think they fully revealed, but I did like how they went to Jakarta and they showed like that scientist lady yeah. really encountering it for the first time and being like, you know, the only way to solve this is bombs basically. Yeah. And it's probably too late anyway. Yeah. In, in place of that's, what's been really interesting. And at the end of every episode, I like sit down and give my wife her own debrief. Yeah. Cause I've recently played, I've played this game, you know, three times and I beat it. And I, or on the third time I just recently beat the remake for PS five. Yeah. So all of this stuff's fresh in my mind. Yeah. And I give her a debrief of like, they changed that. That's not how they did it in the game. This is different. He said this line. They changed. They tweaked yeah, that's that. That's what I've been doing. So I'm like giving some behind the scenes. And um, it has been cool to see. Um, and, and that's what, again, why I think this is done really well. And why I think it's also very hard to adapt video games to another medium is in a video game. Some of these things, it's like, hey, we need to go get this item. We need to go do this thing. And they don't do that in the show. Like, they start to tweak some of that because it's like that would be boring to watch. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. Like, some of the stuff you would get sick of. But if you're interacting with it, that's fun, and you need to have that in a video game. Yeah. But in a TV show, you can't. What do you feel that with? And in this show, like, you get to see what that, that doctor. Yep. They start to fill in that stuff where they take that out. They start to put really cool stuff in, yeah. Um, instead, and expand on things, and uh, yeah, I'm I, I'm in love with the show, and uh, I think they just as a hardcore hardcore day one since this game came out day one, hardcore fan. I'm very pleased with it. I think Neil, they really yeah. did it right. Neil Druckmann also he directed that second episode. Yeah. yeah, it's one thing to be involved in helping write it and executive producing. He directed that second mm -hmm. episode, and that was great. Like. Yeah. I actually think that he has a talent. He oh, he does for sure. And I I want to see more of if you're gonna adapt some of these properties, bring key people that help make them if they're around and want to do it. I mean, if yeah. it's something that's forty years old, sometimes it's hard because yeah. they're like totally disconnected. From, yeah, yeah. But like, I mean, if they're gonna do a Death Stranding show, like, because that's the rumor that that they've already signed the deal or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I want Kojima to direct an episode. Like, yeah. I, I mean, you need these key people yeah, you need to be involved. Yeah, and, and it, it watching they have like some behind the scenes they do every episode or whatever, and they always talk like in the show that or in the game they did this, and we talked about that with them. Like, why did you do it this way? We're gonna actually tweak this. Yeah. Okay and like get their blessing and get like you know thoughts and feelings on stuff there is a hyper like we don't want to freak this up to the point where if you you saw it because you've seen the first two episodes episode one is i think was really smart to go one-to-one -one on to yeah. show that we hey we respect this yeah like this is us bending the knee and saying like this needs to be very close one and two were that way yeah, in a lot yeah. of ways uh, i'm sure it changes a little bit as because I'm already picking up, there's a couple characters. Is it Bill and Frank? Is that their names? Yeah. There's a couple characters that they've mentioned, like, oh, I saw this in your book or whatever. Like, I think Joel knows them potentially. Mm -hmm. In the game, he didn't know them, did he? Yes, yeah. yes, he knew him. Did well, he know him? Okay, I, I couldn't remember. Because so in was, the game, Bill, he goes there. He was the middleman. I need you to help me get, uh, get a car battery or to get a truck because you, you owe me. Yeah. And we never know what that is, but he's like, they're fleshing that out more. Yes. Yeah. And you'll get to see that yeah. next episode. But, um, no, I, I think it's, it's great. And it's just, uh, it's a hyper respect for it. And then where they can do better, they do do better. So you're talking about how it spreads and all that stuff. There is some tweaking with some of that stuff with the clickers and all that stuff where it's like, Oh, this is actually better. Yeah. Interesting. It, it is more terrifying for TV and yeah. all this other stuff. So interesting. Last of us. 
Okay. Double thumbs up. Yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying that. And then um, two other shows I watched. I had mentioned I was watching a show called The Good Place. Yeah. I finished that. And that show has one of my one of the most impacting finales I've seen on a show in a long time. Because this is the show where they wake up, they are dead, they realize they're oh, they're in the good place. And yeah. then they're like, Oh, actually, some of us aren't really supposed to be here. Well, there's all these reveals throughout the show. Well, actually, you're here, and they go to the bad place, they go to all these other places. In the end, though, they do find themselves, quote unquote, in the real good place. Mm -hmm. And when they get there, I've always thought a lot about like eternity and the idea of what is it like to be in paradise forever and all this stuff. And this show is very comedic the whole way. The last couple of episodes, they get a little more serious because, you know, it's kind of yeah. coming to an end. The last episode, because this is like a 30 minute, you know, 22 minute yeah. episode kind of comic comedy show. The last episode of the show is an hour. And you sit with these characters in um, the good place. Sorry, my ear just started ringing. You, you sit with them in this eternity place, and it progresses through eternity with them mm. and shows what like what that does to people. Good, bad, all these things. And it was crazy. I told my wife, I was like, they are fricked up for how serious they made this last episode. <laughs> I cried. Like It was extremely, wow. extremely impacting. But um, it was the right way to end that show. It was really cool. They kept f some funny stuff, but I've never seen that before where like a comedy show, like, yeah, they always get a little sappy on the last yeah, episode. Sure. This was like the genre shifted and these characters you've gotten to know in this comedic sense are now confronting like their own non-mortality and like where that goes and decisions people make. And it was shocking. It makes you wonder, like if I was sitting and I knew I was never going to die and I was in this space, like, how would I react after cycle, after cycle, after cycle, after cycle? And it mm. was crazy. It was really, really good. So um, I'll have to check that yeah, out. Yeah, The Good Place is a really good show. You it's might, super funny, too. Uh, you might funny. like uh, Barry because Barry, Barry gives a, does an excellent job of like, oh, like dra drama and you care about these characters in serious moments. But then it's laugh out loud, like extremely. It's a comedy. Is that the one with the hitman's an actor? Yeah. Okay, yeah, the yeah. Old, yeah. I think you might like that if I've, you're into I've that heard, stuff. You, you like yeah, it I've blending in stuff. with that. I should check that out, um, Barry. I'll, I'll look into that. The last show I watched was that '90s show, which oh. I, I wasn't gonna watch it because I was I like that '70s show, and I was like, eh, I don't know. But I don't know. It just was. It was on there, and I was like, you know what? There's ten of these episodes. I'm gonna watch one of them, and I ended up liking it. It was it was good. It was fun. I mean, it was what the 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 parents, yeah. uh, Red and Kitty they come back and they are perfect. Like they are the same exact way you remember. And they brought back a lot of the producers from the original show. So the first episode is kind of awkward because they're setting up all these new kids and it's like, where's yeah. this going? But they find their so footing. It's somebody's kid from the 70s show. So yeah, what it is is, did you ever watch that 70s show? I know about Ashton Kutcher and all that stuff. Yeah, but yeah, you never yeah, watched it. I never. I just so the main clubs. character's name's Eric, and his neighbor was Donna. Yeah. And his parents, like they all, all the kids hung out at his parents' house. It's them. It's their kid, basically. Oh, it's okay. their daughter. It's like Baruto. Yeah, it's it's Baruto. Yeah, no, Baruto. it is. No, it's not. But <laughs> what I like is like you watch that 70s show, right? Yeah. Okay, so like. So she's hanging out, and then the first couple episodes, she's hanging out with this boy, mm -hmm. and like he's funny, and and then he comes in, mm -hmm. and his the grandpa comes in, and he's like, "What's your name?" And he's like, 
uh, I don't remember his name. Uh, it was like, whatever, uh, jo- Johnny, what, Johnny Kelso. And he's like, get out of the house because he's Michael Kelso's son and he's dating Eric's daughter. And it's he's like, like, no. Yeah. No. And like, so they have all these connections that call back. But what I will say is, they keep it about the new kids, but they use those grandparents as, as the connecting thread. Mm. And it starts a little awkward, but it, it really was good. And I liked it. Well, so that's good. it was I, fun. I was wasn't fun. sure. Yeah, I never watched 70 shows, so this wasn't on my radar, but yeah, it's cool. Okay. It, uh, it, it was, I was going to be cynical about it, but I was like, why be cynical? Let's, let's check it out. And it was fun. So well, media, that's a hard thing to do is bring back a sitcom. Like yeah. That. yeah. Media we've consumed. Um, might as well tell you about a movie I watched since we're already talking stuff we've watched. What was the elimination chamber? Somebody wrote on I here. talked about that. I talked about the, the WWE pay-per-view. Oh, for some reason I thought that I forgot that was the name of it. There's something <laughs> else. There's like another show. I don't know if it's like a Korean based show. Have you heard about this? Where like, I've heard of the circle. It's all these people they put together. I watched the circle. Yeah, that show's crazy. It's like that a first season. Yeah, dude. Dude, that yeah, is crazy. Dude, that's crazy. It's a reality TV show, <laughs> and I've, they uh, they have to live together. But it's not like like trashy reality television where they're like fighting with one another. They they show up and you don't even know who's going to be there. And some people are like, "Oh, I know you. You're like a YouTuber, and I respect all the stuff you yeah. do." Yeah. Like. But it's kind of like Squid Game in real life, like a Squid Game reality show. Oh. And they have to do all these like challenges. But I heard it's like really heartfelt and people like are like nice to one another and they're like trying oh. to like team up and trying to whatever. But it's like kind of like Squid Game and they're eliminating people. But interesting. No, nothing beats gosh, dude. But I, another I, thing this that, has been a podcast. So here's of what, I, what I heard was interesting about it was you don't know who like you're up against sometimes too. So, for example, one of the first challenges, they have to, like, hang on the bar and see who can hang on the bar the most. So it's, like, 150 people, and they just start dropping, like, flies because it's, like, hard to do that. But the last two is, like, a Marine and, like, some other, like, fitness trainer or some other, like, I forgot what it was, like, a Marine and, like, maybe, like, a mountain climber or something. Mm -hmm. And, like, they're the last two. And they go, like, in the interviews, I've heard, like, another podcast talk about this. They were saying, like, yeah, I, I, in their interviews, they're they're saying, um, yeah, I actually had to turn my face away from this guy because if I saw that he wasn't struggling, that would psych me out. Like, I don't know if I could do this. What like, is this called? I, I don't know. I thought it was an elimination chamber, but it's something else. Can you imagine you're Put doing it, the it when and you it's you and one other guy and it's the free solo guy? <laughs> <laughs> I would just drop. Yeah, but, <laughs> I'd give up. But it's stuff like that. So I, th- I thought that's what elimination chamber was. But oh, wow. Well, no, yeah, it's, okay. it was WWE. Uh, WWE related, though. I watched the movie. Um, it's basically the rise and fall of WCW. Um, it was a, it's an hour and a half movie basically describing like, the formation WCW because WCW was like formed kind of technically before WWE um, because of the NWA and how all like, these blur together in my mind. WCW, yeah. WWE. See yeah, that that's really... how people think, but like, well, they don't realize you had like the AWA and the Kansas Association of Wrestling and the Missouri Line Wrestling. So like See, everything back in the day, like in the seventies and the sixties, that was like it was territorial based. So you didn't have national wrestling because that wasn't a thing. Oh, okay. So it, the first national wrestling circuit was technically the NWA because you had the NWA world title, which was WCW, Ted Turner. You said NWA. I thought you were talking about the rappers. <laughs> no, 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 not, not the rappers. Um, the National Wrestling Association. Okay. Um, but what ended up happening was like Ted Turner bought out, and he's like, I don't like this name. He changed it to WCW, World Championship Wrestling, and he called it wrestling. And um, that's how like national television, because like Vince felt pressure because he was like, well, now Ted Turner has a territory that's nationally promoted, and I have a territory that's only promoted in Connecticut. 
So he started. That's when he started buying other territories mm. and acquiring talent because he wanted to expand globally and he didn't have the resources to do so. So Sounds basically, like- it was a story of how WCW went to the top and how they completely just fell apart. So, so Vince McMahon is kind of like the Phil Spencer of wrestling. Yes, he acquired stuff and then didn't use them. <laughs> that's a hundred percent what he did. You were not. You were honestly. Phil that's saw what he did. Very said, accurate. We can do the same. That is very, very accurate. Is the movie good? It was great. It's a great documentary. I love wrestling documentaries. It's because that's all we all know it's fake. But the stuff that's happening behind the scenes, business wise, that's real. Yeah. And that's why, like, a lot of things are fake. Yeah. I mean, like, it's entertainment. Fake. If you really want to boil down to it, plays are fake. Yeah. It's fake. Yeah. So, I mean, like, I don't care about the sports side of it. What I care about is, like, the business decisions. When you get stories, you're like, uh, we need to put a show together tonight. Like literally one of the, ep- one of the parts of the show is like, I remember Eric Bischoff walked in, we had a show planned and this was the payoff. And he walked in and said, Nope, we're not doing that tonight. Raw did something crazy and we got to beat them. And he completely rewrote the show in 30 minutes. So these guys who have came in pr- having a script ready to go, were told you've been cut. You've been cut. We're doing this with you. Change this, bring a man out in a zombie suit. That's what he said. And that was the show. Yeah. You know, so that's the kind of stuff that's like, how do you do that on live TV? Like, how can you make that, like, that switch that quickly? But back then, like, they, they were just running. Well, somebody was making decisions too. Yeah, that's the other thing. Just yeah. make decisions. Don't have time to wonder. Yeah. You know, and that's just how it is. So that was a good documentary. I, I'm always into those. So that was yeah. it. For did you me. watch any movies? Pinocchio, Guillermo del Toro. You might have seen him in Death Stranding, holding a baby. He uh, also makes movies. Hmm. But he, uh, they did a claymation Pinocchio. Oh, claymation! Yeah, and it's on Netflix. Uh, I love claymation when I get to see it because, like, I cannot believe someone sat here because they show yeah. like behind this. There was like a behind the scenes thing after that came up, like at the little ten minute little thing showing how they did certain stuff. But yeah, they have to sit there and move an arm, move an arm, move an arm. Yeah, like move your head. Dude, the time involved, but it, it, it it's incredible. And I think CG's mixed in with it now and stuff, but like all the motion to the point where my wife's like, that's all CG, right? Like that cannot be that there's no way that looks that good. No, claymation's amazing. Yeah. So uh it was a it was it was very, very funny at times. Um and it's it's just a, they take their own spin on Pinocchio. I enjoyed it. I I need to watch Pinocchio. Maybe I'll watch this one. Maybe the old one, I remember visual things about Pinocchio. Like I remember his nose. Remember the old guy. Yeah. I remember there's like an island that scared me. I don't remember (laughs) anything about the narrative underpinning of that story at all. I don't, I could not tell you a single scene or thing that actually happens in those movies. Yeah. I only remember Pinocchio from what family guy did. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. The old man's in front of Pinocchio. (laughs) Did you you take a cookie out of the jar? He's like, no father. He's like, you could lie and get away with it. <laughs> Gosh. Oh, my goodness. Pinocchio. Okay. Is yeah. this one worth watching? Uh, I think so. I think it's if it's really short. It gets its point across. It's a little bit darker of a story of Pinocchio. I guess that with Guillermo del Toro yeah. involved. Yeah, it makes sense. I um, Cool. Maybe I'll look at it. All right. I watched a movie. No. I watched Ant-Man. And the wasp. You've watched more Marvel than I have. Oh, let me say one more thing. There's Nazis in this Pinocchio. (laughs) Go ahead. You're going to have to elaborate there. (laughs) That's all. Okay. Okay. Right on. Ant-Man. I watched Ant-Man and the wasp. Quantumania. 
It was fun. I mean, like, I, I, I don't understand what's wrong. Like, what Marvel peaked? That's what's wrong. I, it's the same. It's and, been the same. I know it's been the same, but it, it's just it. It's always been fun. Can I and then there you, were a couple movies that were like amazing, Affinity War, and then it's back to being really fun. Can I good. give you the example? The best thing I'll give you. You know, the game Among Us. Yeah. It peaked. It's still fun, but it peaked. That's a single game. Okay, so Marvel Marvel as an entity has peaked. I it of it's still fun. Of course, the end of the previous saga saga is a higher high. Exactly, the first part of the new saga. But I think people I don't understand what people again. This is where like you have to like when they look, they're saying like, I don't want the payoff anymore. Like they're not as invested as they were. It's it's no it's old news. Yeah, I mean they keep making money and keep making them. Yeah, I, they, I mean they're going to do what they're going to, and I'm I I I'll I watch a, it. My feeling on this is everybody, and I understand we're on a podcast right now, and this is what we do, but everybody wants to just be a critic all the time. Yeah, it's like these movies are just fun. Like yeah. I don't like what are we really talking about? Ant Man in this movie goes into the quantum realm, and it's like they go down, and it's basically like a Star Wars universe inside of there, mm-hmm. and they freaking just like you know like fight like a, a an emperor guy like. Yeah. It, it's just fun. It's just goofy and fun and crazy visuals. Yeah. And All I've seen, because I, I, I have just... not watched the movie, so <laughs> I don't really have an opinion on any of this Marvel stuff, except like I just don't watch them. Yeah. But I had a friend send in, our, in another group chat I'm in the picture of Cran. Is that his name? Cran? Modoc. 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 Krang, I'm thinking of the the Kang the, the Turtles. Yeah. Yeah. So Mordok. Mordok. Modoc. Modoc. Yeah. And it's just a thing with a, like, it looks like a giant man baby, and the face is on there. It looks like it's Photoshop. Have you ever seen him in the and, comic? And he posted that in our yeah, group he, chat, yeah, yeah. and he didn't say anything. <laughs> and I didn't say anything for like a day or two. And then I saw it on TikTok, that motion. And I saw people talking about this movie, and I, I wrote in there, I was like, I thought this was your face, Matt. Like, <laughs> I thought you literally went onto like a face app and put your face in this for some reason to be funny. And then I found out that's in the movie, and I was like, I didn't yeah. know that's in the movie. But um, no, I haven't it's seen it. It just was making me laugh. And then people were comparing it to Spy Kids. There was like literally yeah. one for one in these costumes. Oh, yeah, there are. Yeah. Then, all I've also seen is people didn't like this movie. But again, I have not seen it. This so movie, I can't say. This but, like, movie turned into Attack of the Clones at the end. Like, it's almost like, remember when they're fighting all those bug people yeah. and oh, like the clones gosh. come in? Yeah. This Emperor Kang, dude, he's got all these Stormtrooper kind of guys and they're fighting all these <laughs> rebels. It literally turned into an Attack of the Clones at the end. I was laughing. So you um, liked it. Yeah, yeah I like I mean, I would say this isn't this wasn't Marvel's best movie in terms of like themes pushing and a like, narrative and like well, even just like character development. All that was fine. It it was an Ant-Man movie. You know what yeah. I mean? But like it was fun, it was goofy. They literally had an army of ants come in at the end and like mm-hmm. it was just it was fun, you know? Like it was just like a fun movie. It was not bad by any means. Mm. And I, that's what I'm saying more than anything. Yeah. Whether it was the last Doctor Strange movie, the last Thor movie, I've just seen a Which lot of Which ones people. don't you like in the Marvel? Which ones? Are, what's a your lot least of the favorite? early ones I thought really yeah, sucked. Yeah, like, like, like the original Thor's. Um, the original Thor's I didn't were like. bad. I liked Iron Man. Iron Man 3 Iron was Man's bad. Iron Man 1's good, but 2 and 3 were fine. Yeah. I thought 3 was bad. Yeah. I thought that it started getting better. I didn't like Doctor Strange. Civil I didn't War like Civil War was probably too. when it started... 
I liked Gar- no Guardians of the Galaxy one was probably yeah, was when like a, it was like oh this is a really good, good movie. Yeah. But Civil War for me was when I was like I'm in. Like you yeah. got me. Yeah, there's plenty I, I don't like, but I would say Last Phase, which I didn't watch all the shows. I checked out of a lot of the shows. I didn't watch Miss Marvel and all this stuff. Yeah, me neither. I watched a couple of the shows and I liked them, but to me, the movies are a consistent level of quality. I thought Black Widow wasn't very good. That mm. was like the last one I can remember. I didn't think was even yeah, like I, if I'd give it three out of five, like I'd say it's it's, it's worth it's, the money. It's decent. Yeah, it was a fun yeah. popcorn movie. This is in that bucket. It was a fun popcorn movie. Like, there I, but people, I think, overinflate. Like, they've got these rose-colored glasses about some of these earlier movies. I think, and then they're saying those were the best thing ever made, mm. and these are horrible. And I'm like, they're not that different. I went yeah. back and watched. And they are not that different. Like, <laughs> I went that's back and where watched I'm at. The on original it. three Iron Man, and I sat there. I was like, Iron Man one, good job. It was a good movie. Iron Man two, nah. Yeah. Iron Man three. It I made three made it. horrible, terrible, movie. terrible. Movie. The only part that was good about was everybody kind of says that about. Yeah, it just wasn't like the only thing that was good about it was like, yeah, this dude has PTSD. Like that's it. But like, it was an interesting idea. Yeah, but yeah. like other, the game, villain sucks. Oh, he said that. Like the only good thing is this guy has PTSD. That's the only. But like, <laughs> I, it, it makes sense because it's coming yeah. off right like the a lot Avengers of good movie. In the movie then. But they they've built up enough of a connected world at this point that like, here's what I like about what they're doing and why I like it a lot. The, on the, all the earlier stuff, everything was so vanilla. I'm this new hero, and this is my struggle from since I've been a kid, and this is my dad mm. and my issues with him, and now I've got these powers, yeah. and now, you know, these movies now, because all these people are established, it's just like, what's the weirdest, craziest thing we could do with Ant-Man today? Okay, yeah. let's throw him in Star Wars, basically, and let's have this crazy floating head that, like, got chopped off in the first movie, but it fell in the quantum realm, and somebody put a machine around it, and now it's this guy named Darren. You know, he's yeah. chasing, and it, it, was his, it was Scott's rival in the first movie. That's that head. Yeah. His head got chopped off and thrown in the quantum realm, and they, like, thought it was a god, and they, like, put metal around it, and so became, his name's Darren. Yeah. And, like, he's just, yeah. like, a, he's comedic um, relief. Like, yeah. And it's like, to me, it's like, that's fun because we're not establishing, like a lot of those early movies were really self-serious. They're not self-serious anymore. And I like that. Like, it's just fun goofiness um, and surprises. So, but, you know, to each their own. I mean, I'm not going to be on the arguing side that Ant-Man Quantumanium is like uh, this fine piece of cinema, but I, I'm turning my eyebrows up a little bit at some of the people that want to act like, all these other movies were the best thing ever made, and then these new ones are trash. I'm like, it's the same. I just know. I just, I understand. I don't agree with it, but I understand what they're coming through. They're just like they're just being snobby. That's just yeah. what it is. Yeah. So they need to watch other things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah honestly, I didn't watch Wakanda forever. I didn't watch. That. I haven't I seen really that either. Like seeing it. I never watched Black Panther. I, w- I, I will watch probably go these. back and watch them all again when it's about the time for the new Spider Man. I will never go through and watch all of these. That's never. <laughs> no, going no, to I won't go through and watch like all the old ones. But I'll probably like watch the two Avengers again and then start up on the new saga. Not oh the yeah, TV yeah. Shows. oh I got you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, no, I'm done. I'm watching them now leisurely whenever I feel like I need something to put on in the background. Yeah. I'm never going to sit down and dedicate time to this again. I still think it's so insane how much movies they have that interconnect and mm-hmm. tell one one large. I, th- I think it's crazy. Mm-hmm. I no, still, it's a good job. Like I still think it's crazy. It's it's it makes money. That's all I can say. Yeah. So it's crazy to think though that we're a games podcast too. Because yeah. man, we have. Not been talking about we're media yeah. boys. So Ant Man, you said went into a different realm. I did as well. PSVR two. Yeah, PSVR two. Nice. PSVR two came out 
and I am the only human within you are. 500 miles. I, I like that you got one. Like, yeah, I, good for you. I, I, yeah. I, I know people that, oh, I don't want one. I, you know, don't let the haters get yeah. you. Yeah. Oh, you ever would. I but. never let haters <laughs> get you. I shouldn't <laughs> say this to you because you don't. <laughs> yeah. They bounce off of me. Um, yeah. Uh, I loved the PSVR one. I've talked about it at length on this podcast, whatever. Loved all the games I played, all the experiences I had on it. So when they announced PSVR 2 coming out, oh, I knew I was day one, baby. Even through all of the muck and mire of the news, Sony had to cut down the stock. They had to cut or cut down the amount they're they're shipping out. You can only pre-order on PlayStation, but not Best Buy and GameStop. So it's like all the stuff, a lot. It's kind of like all these barriers. So I totally, I want to get that out of the way, is all these barriers. You had to fight a lot to of things. even get it, it's like, okay, well, uh, uh, the economy sucks right now and this thing is more money than the ps5 console to connect it to so the people that said f that and then also you only had to get it through playstation direct and like sign up now it's like free pre-order you can just do it but i had to sign up and they had to email me and then pre-order through them uh, so i think i think if they would have had people through best buy and gamestop they probably would have done better but i think they are just trying to test the waters how much they can ship out all that being said, uh, got it hooked up. Um, every complaint that I had with the PSVR one, which I think across the board, as much as I love the PSVR one and the experiences I had, the resolution, yeah. it, it, even from day one, left something to be desired. Like yeah. once you start to like pick up objects and, and look, look at and, them, and look at them, it's like why am I blurred? Like yeah. why am I seeing a blurred thing and it's this close to me? That kind of stuff is like, ah, like once you're playing enough of PSVR, that's one thing that holds on. Like, mm, I wish we could have had more resolution. Yeah. Part two of my like, uh, probably number two of my complaints was the controllers, which were just PS3 controllers. Re like. Which kudos to them cycled, for figuring that out. Yeah, recycled to go with that. Actually, I want to put what I just said is number two is the resolution. And this is number three is the... Uh, the controllers number freaking one is the cables because once I had those cables hooked up and the way I had to hook up with my TV and the yeah. HDMI and that box and how I had my streaming set up, whatever. Once I was in, I locked the door. I didn't care who needed me. I had to just play because it was like, yep. I'm in this thing for a while. Um, but we are down to one USB. I know you're. We've made you've made fun of me because you're an Oculus boy. You get. I don't need a cable. I don't, don't need any cable at all. But I like having the cable. No, I'm just kidding. But uh, I will say, yeah, just the having that one cable and plugging in. Oh my gosh! Like I'm able just to play freely. I don't think about it. It's just I'm not tripping over thirty things in my way and pulling stuff out. But uh, how how was the games? How was whatever? I got I got a couple games. I got uh, Horizon. I played the Call of the Mountain. That was like their big launch title. Yeah, that yeah. That was the big one. Yeah, like, watch reviews yeah, for that. Like, you got to get that. Um, I got that. I got Gran Turismo 7 because that went on sale. Yep. If you've heard me on the podcast before, I was vehemently against Gran Turismo 7 because the microtransactions, all the crap they fricked up with that game. But went down to 40 bucks, picked that up. VR support. Sold it. It got When I heard VR support, I was like, yeah. And, and it's like for every course. Like, every, yeah, all the cars, awesome. all the cars you can... Like looking, and Zach's sitting there and, buying cars, oh microtransaction based. I, I was like, yeah, I'm gonna, I want to drive this car today. I'm not even a car guy, and I was like, I'm gonna get that. So he's gonna be driving a Tesla. And Grand got that. Seven. Got um, Job Simulator had a free update, 
So I was able nice. to play that again, and I played through like the the office job thing again. You're still but playing that game, and, and it's funny because like I've been playing this since 2016 or 2017 when the VR came out, but it's like it works a lot better, and I'm able to like <laughs> it's the and, Doom uh, and, original. No, it's not. No, it it with the PSVR you you can set um so because there's no like camera involved now and you just have the cable inside out tracking it wants you it sets up a play area and it is very like good at like i'm using the controller and you look down and you see your play area and you can like press a button and expand it out like almost an ar or it is ar because you're doing a path yeah through. yeah and i'm like making it bigger in real time like i'm expanding that's it. cool and, and it's it's nice. so intuitive and it works great with job simulator i like i was over here in this area you guys can't see this but it's a pretty like open area yeah. and i moved the table all the way did all the stuff and it said job simulator kept popping up yeah you need bigger you need six by seven feet like it, you needed a ginormous amount of space oh my gosh. so i had to come over in here like where i'm pointing <laughs> at is much more open down here oh in this my basement gosh. i had to leave my ps5 and the cable was long enough i came over here with it that's just, insane and i played right in this open area that's that crazy. was the only area it was able to play and so if you want to play job simulator dude like move maybe to a new house if it's if you don't have enough oh space. my gosh um yeah maybe put your house up for sale <laughs> but uh very fun it was just cool to like lean down it's like full room like i was walking around in this space yeah and, like sitting down and stuff that's or cool. leaning down but that and then they had a, a star wars game they had I a Star that. Wars, and that came out for Oculus already or whatever. Mm -hmm. Was it a game or an experience? It, it was a game. game. It was a game. Like, you're shooting. I, I thought it was going to be an experience, too. Yeah. And I get in, and they're like, Here's, get your gun out. And I'm like, oh, I look down, and there's guns on me. And I'm, like, grabbing at guns. Yeah. And, like, Gosh. the one thing I've had to get used to, and I had family over for, like, a birthday party thing that we had. Um, and it was really funny to watch them struggle the same way. You there's the R3 button and the L3, which is usually just pressing the analog yeah. stick. They've made that a button, like a big rectangle button on the grip of the controller. Uh -huh. Oh, you're not used to that. You have to, when you pick up a gun, you press that because you're, grip, you're it's gripping. It's a gripping. It's but a on grip. the but on the PSVR one, you trigger. You just pressed a button and it was like glued to your hand uh, and you like shoot your yeah, gun. It's... This you have to hold. You have to hold the gun. Which oh, makes like sense. Like actually do this. Yeah. yeah, you have to hold it the whole time, which makes sense because you're gripping a gun and then you're shooting with the trigger, which it is more intuitive. But it's like when I was letting other people play in my family or whatever, they, they, they were dropping guns <laughs> left and right, like shooting, and the gun would just. It fall takes down time. It takes time. It's stuff, but uh, that was cool. I'm like looking down the site and shooting my gun. I'm jetpacking up. I'm shooting yep. and stuff, and I was like, this feels awesome. The resolution's great. Um, but Call of the Mountain is like the showcase. I'm looking out and the draw distance is incredible. I'm climbing. When you get into battles, like with the, the dinosaurs or whatever, you like press the analog stick to like um, strafe away. Like they'll be shooting balls at you or trying to like swipe at you. And you're kind of in like this arena area. Um, so it like changes from when you're climbing and stuff. But it's very intuitive. It's very fun. Um, I'm like pulling back arrows and shooting at stuff and I'm climbing and it just is, uh, it's really cool. Um, but that, that's the showcase game. And then Gran Turismo had me audibly reacting. Uh, Gran Turismo seven is the freaking like showcase for this game I or for the, the VR, I think mm. because game. 
when you and I played a racing game, I played Drive Club. There was a demo for it with PSVR one, but because of the resolution, all the stuff now the resolution is up, and I'm not at like all these wires, and the controllers are better. Well, actually, you could only use the the Dual Shock with this game or a driving wheel. So what I did, they give you an option with the Dual uh, Sense controller. I mean, you can just use gyro. So I was using it as a steering wheel. So I was like holding it up like this, uh-huh. and that game it boots up and you're going into a race and i have this the dual sense and i'm coming up like i'm flying and all these cars are next to me and stuff and i'm audibly going oh my god oh my god because it's like you your brain it feels like you're really there it's, right. it's kind of freaking with you a little bit it's like oh like you're yeah. that feeling in your stomach a little bit but like you feel like you're just like barely nipping, like nicking a car, like it's like ooh, like I'm trying not to hit it. You don't yeah. want to get in a wreck, like ooh, gosh. Yeah. Um, but the the feeling of like the the like you're looking around and you see the 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 steering wheel and there's a uh, so I drive a Mazda. There's a Mazda car and it has the same volume stuff. Everything. I thought I was in my car for. I was like, oh, like all this stuff makes sense. Wow. Oh, and I noticed I was in a Mazda at that time and like wow. There's the volume knobs. The handles are the exact same. Everything's one-to-one. Mm. Then what is very shocking, so that was really cool. I, I And I was racing a lot because it's you do every race. So I was doing the career just with VR on, like going through the game. So it's a very long game and stuff. You can just race that way. But the coolest thing is they have a VR showcase, and you can select that, and then it lets you choose, like, oh, do you want to be in a garage or on the, off the side of the racetrack, or do you want to be in this cafe in the woods? Oh my uh, and you can choose your different cars that you own and put them there. And then it will let you like in VR, get close to them and look at the details and stuff and like press a button to be in the interior. And you can look oh, wow. at all the interiors. I spent like 10 minutes in that, like in um, one, like my jaw dropped because it was like a little like Kia car or something. Or yeah. I don't know what it was. But I leaned down, like it let me like crouch down, and I got like my head close to the um, headlight. And in the headlight, they had gone to such extreme detail that like the metal part that's in there that bounces off the light or whatever that has like these mechanically engineered like things where they, uh, what's the word for it, like carve into it or whatever, like the detail. I could see that and I could see it on the new headset in hyper detail, like HD. Nice. And I was like, I was staring at that and like looking and I was like, I can't wait to show my dad this. Like that's somebody that's crazy. even more in the car. Cause it's like that detail is on that car. And like, you can see the intricate like stuff on the tires and the rear wheel. You can see all the parts and screws and nuts and stuff. that's in. The- so somebody shopping for a car. This is a great way to test. Yeah. Them out. yeah you can go this look at it. VR. But again, I am just they, That'd be awesome. they all the issues I had. It's kind of like um, when Elden Ring I played that. It's like they patched all the things I had problems with the other Souls games. PSVR two is That's amazing. Cool. It's incredible. I I hope they open it up to like Best Buy and GameStop and all that stuff, and the price will drop eventually. I recommend it if you. I am a hyper person into VR, and I'm I'm really just pleased. I'm really really pleased. That's cool. But, I, but we did do a hangout, me and Pierce. Uh, you can kind of watch me play it. Um, if you want to check that out, see what we thought, but cool. Awesome. Too. Yeah. I think, uh, I think that's awesome. I'm glad you're able to experience that. I'm glad you're able to go through that. I want to look at it. I just don't pay for it. I understand. I think that's where I'm like, I'm always going to be hesitant. Plus I don't like the idea. I was telling Travis earlier, the idea of having a VR headset for a dedicated console that's going to be upgraded and not be upgraded with it. Like the replayability isn't there. 
So I just have a hard time being able to say like, I'm jumping into this. It's something I'm doing. So I'm just a sucker for the library games that they're, they put out for the PSVR one and the support. And I just plug it in. It just works. And I'm, I have this awesome library and I love the controllers. Now the controllers feel great. They of course redesign them. Like they don't have the PS move controllers anymore, but yeah. So games got Hogwarts legacy. Oh, I, uh, my wife has been playing. This has been really funny. My wife never, she'll watch me play games, <laughs> but she's, this is the one she's she playing did, and she'll play like the Yoshi's Island with me or some of those games, but Hogwarts, she was like, help me get this. Cause she was like, <laughs> how, where do I even start? Whatever. And I was like, Oh, I'll get it. And we, and we got a digital download of Hogwarts legacy. Nice. But what was funny has been watching my wife discover, discover video games. Like, get fully into the experience because this is a big game and this is a, game. whatever and she was like okay help me ho- get hooked up so she was like go ahead and buy it whatever and she's like how much is it and in her head she's got to yeah. be thinking you know 30 bucks or 25 yep. bucks and i was like it is 70 dollars and she went 70 the same thing happened to my wife because she asked me to buy like, it and i what do i do she asked me to buy it and i bought it playstation digital yeah. And it was trying to make me pay 80 because it oh, automatically no. selects All the, the deluxe. deluxe. And I was like, this is not happening. So yeah. I changed it. But then she's like, I just saw a charge come through for 74. <laughs> what? So that was the game. She's yeah. Like, the game yeah. was $70. It's like, funny, people not in, like, because we talk about on the podcast every week, gaming news in yeah. real time, but people not in the gaming world go, like, what is this? You know what I mean? Like, this is, a, this is crazy. $70 for games now. But go ahead but, yeah but no, like, no no no, no. I, i'm same thing i mean i was playing it and mike came over and she loves harry potter and she's like what are you playing and i was like here you play it and but she's sitting there like what it's yeah. like it was just funny um i picked it up man i was loving it i got the pre-order i was 16 hours in and i'm like going through all like the little details all the side quests game looks great it's yeah. beautiful it, it does the whole harry potter like if you're a nut job for harry potter Wandering around the, the castle in itself is just an absolute joy for the next two hours you can do it for. So I get on one day and I hover over my character and I said, wait a minute. I want to play this in my living room. I don't want to play on my like on my computer. So I do my Steam link. I don't care about the fidelity. I, it doesn't bug me. I just want to sit on my couch. I hook it up. I sit down and I go over there and I was like, oh, I got to change the setting. So I hit triangle because triangle is the setting button. I didn't realize this, but if you're over your character... Triangle is the delete the character button too. Deleted my character. There's no like confirm. There was Delete no... my character. So that's a thing. Yeah, go ahead. You can tell you can say. I know what you're gonna say. Did you back out and I, go to Steam your, Cloud? Your Steam Cloud. Couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. Couldn't get a backup. Oh, Couldn't get a backup. Dude. And I had it enabled. Couldn't get a backup. That sucks. There should be a confirm option. Did you have to hold down so, the button? I did it, but it was pre-update one, and it was everyone was. If you go look online, a lot of people were having the same issues. Oh, because they didn't have a confirm. Yeah, man, because like when something goes like that, they ask you, "Are you sure?" And you have to press. Normally, the yes. Um, so I remember sitting there, and I was just like, "I don't want to do this anymore." Yeah, I have not picked the game up since. That is such a killer that thing sucks. when that happens. Like you lose your save or lose whatever. Twice, yeah. That happened to me that one time in my life with my little cousin. We were on vacation. I had that freaking Mario versus whatever Donkey Kong yeah, on yeah, GBA, yeah, yeah. and I was pretty far into it. And he was like, "Can I see your Game Boy?" And I was like, "You're gonna mess up my save. You're gonna mess up whatever." And he's like, "No, I won't. Whatever." And I give it to him like. Just go here and I, I like did it for him and gave him and I don't know how if he turned it off or went back on 
and he got to my save and deleted my save and i was so mad at him like he's this little kid so it's like that's brutal shut well, up to just, me but it, like at the uh, same time it's like it it just sucks it the energy sucks. Out of you. And i had like, knights over public too i had a at the very end of the game had a glitch i couldn't get through like one quest from the end yeah. lost I, my game was effectively lost because i could not get out of the glitch and then i had um dark souls 3 i never Aww. finished dark souls 3 because I switched computers and I was at the door to the last boss and I switched computers and that game steam screwed me. It doesn't support steam. Oh. And I just took it for granted because every other game yeah. always has yeah. it. You can uninstall, reinstall yeah. and it's on shame yeah. on me. It's the one time dark souls one, two and three on steam do not have. So if you ever install it, play and then uninstall you're safe. You're gone. done. You're done. Yeah. Yeah, I, it was. I, I do remember that because I had to like back up my save for Souls One if I wanted it because I didn't know. Like, it's depressing. Like, because like you booted up. So I did these things. I looked on uh, Vortex for some mods. There were people who had save editors, but they're not quite fleshed out. And I was just like, man. So just, I started playing it, and now I'm just playing. I'm like, this isn't fun. I'm not having fun anymore. And I was having so much oh, fun. Sucks. So I have not picked it back up since. It's nothing against the game. It's just the crappiest of experiences that just yeah. can't do anything. So I'm waiting until a mod comes out that like lets me kind of just somehow magically create my whole experience. <laughs> or if it's that the only other thing you can do in a game like that is if there's enough build diversity, just go a completely different direction. Yeah. But, but even then not, it's not, it's, it's not, not like that. Be, it's so not, it's with my wife. I, I get her started up. I load the save. I try to like get all that stuff ready. And then I will like, she'll play and I'll just be on my phone or I'll like watch her and trying to help her through puzzles or to help her through stuff. But it has been funny because when we're playing like those side troll and like Yoshi's, she mm -hmm. doesn't have to worry about the camera. But there's been stuff on TikTok and then my wife too. She'll be running down the stairs. She'll be running down the stairs and like we're just looking at the wall. <laughs> and she's going down the stairs like this. Um, and we're just laughing about it. She was just like, I uh, I just can't like this. She's gotten better. Yeah. The concept's but she, hard. But that concept for a, a ton of the population, it's like, I have to move this camera. That sucks. Like, yeah, it's, but for us, it's like, it, like I grabbed the controller from it's her no and brainer. I started spreading with her character. She's like, how did you run? How are you doing? Like, I'm like, I'm just, this has just been ingrained in me for so many years. And she's like, how are you doing this? So, so connected to that, my wife had her wisdom teeth out a couple weeks ago and we bought Hogwarts, but she, that was downstairs on the PlayStation. I moved the Xbox upstairs because, you know, when you get that done, you're kind of out of it for a couple yeah. days. Well, she started playing a game on the Xbox Game Pass because I played it. I saw it and I was like, I think this is her kind of game because she likes like she'll watch videos like where they clean like a carpet out yeah. like where they're yeah. like spraying power wash simulator yeah so i saw this game and i was like i feel like this would be her kind of game and then because she also likes jobs like she likes having yeah. pass she likes playing those mobile games like you put burgers down and stuff <laughs> so i was like i think this is her kind of game that i downloaded power wash simulator yep. i did a little mini level of it and what it is is it's different things like sometimes it'll be like a motorcycle or a van and you're in a little shop that's just covered in dirt and gunk Sometimes it's a whole house or like yeah. a backyard or a park or a firehouse. There's all these different levels, but I did one. I was like, I think, and they basically, you get this gun and you get all these different attachments and you spray and you clean it and it gives you a percentage. And when you get close, it gives you a checklist of the things that are left. And when you hover over things, it tells you what part you're on. So I showed it to her. She stayed up the couple of days before her wisdom teeth surgery. 
she stayed up till four in the morning playing this game. Like, like unbelievably obsessed with yeah. it. She played it every single day after her surgery. She has like 20 hours in this game, nice. 30 hours in this game. She's playing Power Hour Simulator. But when she first started playing, it, it's first person. It was driving me insane because she didn't use the camera. So she would just like get the gun out and just strafe. <laughs> And oh, just no. walk and do this no. and like zigzag. Yeah. And I was trying to be like, you could do this. She's like, you need to let me play. That's what she told me. And I was like, okay. But I will say she has gotten way better. Yeah. And it was a great way to learn how to use the camera more. So when we play Harry Potter, it'll probably be a little bit it'll better. Be easier. She can aim and like find things now. Yeah. But yeah, you take it for granted. Like people like us, that's a skill. Like we just have that. We yeah. can use then control the camera. Because you have to move and you're doing something else <laughs> with your other finger. Yeah. But yeah, she's gotten better too. And it's been cool to like watch her and she'll get to a part and it's like, wait. Uh, without spoiling stuff, so he's like, "Oh, that I recognize that. That's X or Y or whatever. Oh, that's interesting. I'm gonna go in there. I'm gonna check. This. Oh, okay. And like, she's like checking things out and like, oh, that's this and okay, but like some stuff because this is like a prequel to all yeah. that, like long ago. But um, yeah, it's been fun and watching her enjoy that. But that's fun. Also very funny. She also told me and Travis also she was like. I finally get video games. She's yeah. like, I get why you guys like are hooked on them. Yeah. She's like, I don't have time. Like, cause it's even hard. Like she has to tell me like tonight we have to play. Like I really yeah. want to play Hogwarts tonight, but like we don't get a lot of time or she doesn't get a lot of time, but she's like, I get why you do it. She said this to us. She said, because it makes you feel like you're doing something, <laughs> but you're not doing anything. <laughs> There's yeah. a video game podcast, but I totally agree. Yeah, like, no, I, like I agree. It makes you feel like you're doing anything, but you're not actually doing anything. You're not achieving anything. Makes sense. And hey, she didn't play Dark Souls, man. Yeah, she needs to play Dark Souls. Then she'll know what the yeah, cheating is. Yeah, she'll know. Turn yeah. that easy mode off. You cheated the, the game, and you cheated yourself. <laughs> <laughs> no, but no, she's right about that. Yeah. And uh, yeah, no, that's good. Okay, what other games we got? I have a few, but... I didn't know. Did you guys have any other games? No, I'm I'm good. That's pretty much the only oh, thing I want to talk about, really. Um, what the heck did I play? Uh, oh, I beat, uh, and I did a stream of it. You can check out the stream we did for Season, A Letter oh, yeah. to the Future. Uh, very funny stream because that is the worst game to stream on planet Earth because it is so pretentious. It's so far up its own butt, but I like that. I like like those walking simulators that were a little like that. A lot of those walking simulators were very pretentious and like the land changed and screen things. And it yeah. just, just kind of has that smoothy, like smarmy, uh, smarmy yeah. little ugh, like, I don't know. And I like that. I'm a sucker for that. Like there's certain things that I'm like, okay, like I just like putting those headphones on and getting in this world. And yeah, you don't and, want Pierce like just but, talking in your ear. But oh my gosh, Pierce, between Pierce, Pierce was dying laughing at the chat because the chat was like, what the heck is this game? <laughs> because like you have a recorder and you record sounds of like the town you're in, you take pictures. And when you do, she's like, I remember when the town was like this, will it ever be the same again? I need to do this, but hmm, I wonder what life is like if you were just a candle. Like, that's literally what this game is. Like, you record sound, mm -hmm. you record this, and she comments on it, the main character. But I I, I think you would love this. I, it's, I a, it's, a, it. it's an enhanced walking simulator is what I would explain okay. it as. Because you're kind of doing some, like, 
detective work with this and taking pictures and whatever, but it is like a little bit more, it's like a walking simulator plus is, yeah. what, I, is what I would call it. The graphics are like jaw dropping. The style kind of looks cool when I was very seeing. cool, but play it alone, put headphones in, turn the lights out. How long? And play it. Um, two hours at that. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. It's quick and easy. $40. Uh, it was 30 and, and here's the thing. Oh, I, I told everybody, I was like the stream this week is this. And I'm like, okay. Uh, cause I was busy that week. And when it got to like an hour before stream time, I was like, I need to download this so I can, you know, have it installed and whatever. And I came down here to buy it. I was like, all right, 20 bucks. I get this is 29.99. Well, I already said I was streaming it, bought it. So I'll but, get that on sale. Uh, yeah. Get that for 20 bucks or less. I just want to uh, play. I watch on YouTube, but, uh, it looks cool though. The visuals. Look yeah, cool. the visual and the, the the music and everything that's happening with that game is really special and really cool. But uh, it's very far up its own butt, and I like that. But don't nice. play with other people; they'll make fun of you. Um. Yeah, that was the only thing that I played. Okay, I got a few shorter lightning round type ones. I already covered Power Wash Simulator. Yep. I played quite a bit of a game on Game Pass called Two Point Campus. I saw buzz about this for like Game of the Year yeah. stuff last year. This game rocks. You would like this game. It's okay. a not really a strategy game. I would kind of equate it to like a modern day type roller coaster tycoon type thing. Oh, I like that. Song. But it's you. You are starting a new college. You're starting a new college. What? All of the kids and stuff there's this weird undertone of like it's hyper realistic not hyper it's like it's like okay you need to hire these teachers and stuff but then like the kids have these requests that are like i want a clown makeup station and like i want you know a toy box in the play area like and so, like, it's so goofy, but also you're really starting classes and trying to get all these people. You're trying to get college you're going, to get dude. College going, and you, you start with one saying class. Saying all this makes me kind of want to check this game out it's because so I just beat Dark Cloud one. Remember, I said I don't know if I said like yeah. oh, I just picked this game up on Sundays, and I got sick uh, a couple weeks ago, and I just sat and went through 20 hours of this game. And it is in that game you're making a town. Yeah. And like people say, I don't want to live next to that guy. Yes. And it's that this? kind of stuff. So I like that because it's a puzzle. It's a fun puzzle. It's like, yes. how do I design this world? That's exactly so it. It's, I'll have to check it's it out. not like you're managing your money real tight or anything. It's like you've got these two buildings in your first campus, and then they're like, Oh, the kids want another VR yeah. uh, facility. And it's like, where am I going to put this? I already yeah. built all these yeah. bathrooms. Like, I need more. Okay, okay, these are moving over here. Okay, and, and it's very fun and arcadey. Maybe that's Dark Cloud 3. People cry for Dark yeah. Cloud 3. Maybe that's what that it's is. It's very funny. It's, it's called Two Point Campus, and I like it a lot. And It's Game Pass? It, it's on Game Pass, yeah. Oh, uh, I might stream that. It's fun. It would be a great one to stream, and because Pierce also has a background in higher academia, okay. so you guys can talk <laughs> yeah. about how to well, lay out the campus. I'm going to definitely. We will definitely I do highly recommend yeah. it. I highly recommend it. So I've been having fun with that. It is a great, very approachable pick mm. up and play game. Um, where you uh, make a college. And yeah, it sounds good. Set up your campus and stuff. So, um, so that's a game I've been playing. I finished a game called Citizen Sleeper that was on Game Pass. I liked it. If you're in, I touched talked about it last yeah. time. Yeah, I beat it. It was really cool. It was a nice little science fiction kind of fix for me. So I, I enjoyed that a lot. Um, I don't remember. I have one other game. Were there any other games other than? Uh, was there only one other game left? 
Monster Hunter Rise. Oh, I'm playing Monster Hunter Rise. Yeah. So I never played a Monster Hunter before, and that hit Game Pass. And I tried with World. I thought that was Sony only for some reason. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't know. It's not. It's on Xbox. But I really tried with World. I played it like an hour and a half, two hours. And it was so many tutorials that I felt like I was never going to get to gameplay. So I dropped it. Um, but I heard great things about Rise. I was like, I need to try this. It is a lot of tutorials when you first start. I got through them in 30 minutes. This game is really fun, though. Extremely, mm. extremely fun. I've done all of the level one missions, and they go up to level seven. So I finally have an understanding of how these games work, and I'm enjoying it. Um, it's got a killer soundtrack, and Monster Hunter Rise is the first one that has a single-player campaign and an online campaign mm. that are separate. And so that was what confused me about World was it was all mixed in and talk to this vendor to get your friends to join yeah. your lobby. But then you talk to this vendor yeah. to sell things to other people. And I was like, this is like destiny to me. I cannot figure this out. What I like about Rise is, is the town. It's it literally the story could not be more simple. You're just in a town and there's monsters attacking the town. And like you're going out into these different biomes to hunt the monsters. And um but all of the town is like single player, but then there's a bar you go in. And when you go in that bar, it's like the multiplayer area. Mm. So um, I'm liking that a lot. Monster Hunter Rise. It's it. The combat is very animation heavy. So kind of like Dark Souls in like not a way. It's not a lot like Dark Souls in other ways. But like if you press attack, your character's doing this big wind up and they're swinging and you can't like guide them to face yeah. a different way mid attack. So I, it is like trying to pin down this monster and how it's mm -hmm. moving. And then you do these big attacks with these big windups. And it is very satisfying when you get a chain going and you've got them kind of stuck and you're hitting them a bunch of yeah. times. Um, but it, it's a, uh, it's a fun game. Monster. Cool. Hunter Rise, cool game. You know what this reminded me of when you mentioned it? I don't think I mentioned on the podcast, but I played like 30 minutes of it. Dragon's dogma. Cause uh -huh. it was on sale for like a dollar 99 uh playing that game in 2023 because people like per, like praise, this praise game, it. like praise it it's so still much. In my backlog to... oh my gosh people praise this thing and they're like you gotta check it out and oh my gosh and if you like souls games whatever this game had me laughing out loud playing it i was mm. laughing the entire like first big uh encounter because you're fighting this like chimera like lion thing and you can jump on its back and like you're hitting it but that game looks terrible. It looks like mud. If mud was a video game, that's fine. Um, and I beat it. I beat like that first thing. And I was laughing. Like you're with these other members. Like we got to fight them. And the voice actor is like, yay. Are we going to get this guy or whatever? And it ends. I laughed. And I uninstalled. I was like, I'm, I'm out. I'm moving out. on. I'm out guys. And I'm I, good. I quit and uninstalled it. And I just went, that was a perfect example of like, I don't, um doubt people that say that's like one of my favorite games or i really enjoyed it like but i feel like there is a time limit on certain experiences yeah. like if you don't play that game and that came out in like 06 or something i feel like on ps3 um or 07 i don't know when it was but you can miss it you can miss it and if like you have fond memories and how those mechanics worked then and how it felt I think, yeah, you, can keep, you could return to it on PC for $1.99 and be like, yeah, I'd get right back into it. But for me, that's spoiled with all these PS5 experiences up and you go back to it, it's like, I missed the boat. 
Yeah. I just missed the boat. And I felt that way even similarly when I was beating Resident Evil 4. It's like some of these mechanics stuff I'm getting sick of. I, I kind of miss some of this stuff, like to where I would have appreciated this game more in the past. But um, yeah, Dragon's Dogma was just uh, <laughs> dog, dog, dog shit. Dog, yeah. <laughs> it was yeah. Well, and that's, that's why like a Monster Hunter series is so interesting to me because if you look up, it's kind of, Monster Hunter is kind of like Pokemon where yeah. they kind of just keep making the same game. Mm but they add more monsters or they add new mechanics or this or that. And it's funny, like no one says, yeah, you would start at the first monster hunter and work with it. No one says that. It's just understood. There's the current gen and like you pick between world, which is more story based or rise, which is just more gameplay. Right. Mm -hmm. It's kind of reminds me of Xenoblade versus Xenoblade Chronicles X. Like that is how those two get compared is Mm -hmm. it's like apples and oranges. They're the two most recent ones. And I'm a little bit more of a gameplay guy. I don't need like a whole freaking world and a backstory mm-hmm. behind all this crap. I've always like, been anal. I, I used to when I was growing up in my teen years. I used to be so anal of like, you should check out X game. It's you know it's coming out soon or whatever. It's the fourth one. It's like, uh, I'll go play the other. I had to play the other ones. I do that a to lot. Catch too. up. Yeah. But as an adult, I go. I did that with uh, Yakuza. I was like, what do I need to play here? And like, I researched it and was like, I'm going to watch cutscenes for this one. I, this one looks interesting to me. And I only played those. Yeah. And I only played like three of them or watch cutscenes for the rest. But, uh, with dragon's dogma, I think that might be redeemed for me. Like, I, I'm not totally against the drag. If you're coming against me, dragon dogma fans, they are, they announced the sequel. The sequel. That's kind of what made me want to play this one. I'll play the sequel. You know what I yeah, mean? Like yeah. the mechanics will be fixed. I think it'll be for a PS5, you know, modern audience. So that's okay. Sometimes you just miss the boat and sure. I, I, just play the newer ones. Like, and don't judge a thing from the first game, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah. My, uh, my last game that I played was I beat Returnal. Beat it. You beat it. It's done. Oh my God. I picked it up and, uh, because the PC one launched and, uh, competitiveness will get the better of you every time. Cause I, I finished the second biome and then died. So I was back at the beginning and I hadn't played it since probably back in the winter or like back in the mm-hmm. fall. And, but my buddy Sam got it on PC and he said, Hey, I got Returnal Cause he really wanted to play it, but he doesn't do console. Yeah. And, uh, he's like, yeah, I was like, you liking it? Have you played it? He's like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm on the third biome. And I was like, all right, look, he's had this game for two days, and it is, from what I've researched, easier on PC. Because oh. with mouse and keyboard, mm. and plus aim assist, people are, like, beating the game without dying. Like, mm. people are flowing through it. Um, and I was like, I really liked the vibe of that game. I had, you know, mixed feelings on if it was for me, but I was like, I own this, let me go back. I don't know what it was. I watched a couple YouTube videos to get back in the swing of, like, how do the items work and what's going on? And I just absolutely tore through that game. Mm. I beat it in like three sessions, probably. Nice. And I only had got I, I went through and I beat the the basically when you beat the third biome, there's like a hard checkpoint. Mm. And then you go from there through four, five, and six. Mm. So so you you don't have to beat all six of them in a row. You gotta get Halfway, halfway. Yeah. and then there's a pivotal story thing and things change and then you start from four and you go on up but i got i don't know how to describe it i got into a flow state with that game where it wasn't like about fear of dying like i knew if i were to die because i did i got i actually got to the very end and died 
but I, I said, I screened the F word and I was frustrated, <laughs> but I knew why I died. And I was literally right back in that position in an hour and it was a different build. And I was even more efficient. Basically it is a game of efficiency. You really have to understand how to be efficient. And if you know how to be efficient, it's not about like, you know, I, it's, it's really, the way I would say is if you know how to be efficient, you can beat the game every single time you pick it up. Mm -hmm. It's not as luck based as I thought it was. Yeah. Um, and I think before I was all like, I was too gun shy about picking up certain parasites and stuff. Those parasites, you don't want to pick up every single one you find. Those are the key because they're how you really get exponential things that really yeah. help you a lot. And um, I don't know, I got into a flow state with it and I got really good at it. And I've, also got a couple weapons that I was like, I really like this gun. Every time I saw it, saw it I grabbed it, mm. and um, I got really into it and liked it a lot. Yeah. So I fell out because it was a rogue like, and that always happens to me. But I'm not against. It. I mean, I still have PS5. So. Yeah. If you want to co-op, I'll help you get through it. Mm. We could probably do it in a few sessions. Sounds it's good. good. I the I'm one thing. I, it, yeah. The one thing I will say about that game is the story. You're in a house. Is it is so like you're in space, but you're in a house. I don't even know how to explain. Like you beat this game and they show you this like sequence at the end that yeah. the way they show it to you is like, check this out. Yeah. Like, like look what this happens is here. gonna tie it all together. And it makes none of it makes any sense. Yeah. It, it results in none of it making any sense. And I like, dude, I can get into some odd storytelling. Like I loved immortality. Like if the threads are there to tie together, yeah. I'm into it. This game makes no attempt to make it all tie together, but I still respect it because it is trying to tell a story through kind of these ideas, not yeah. so much the literal story, but it makes you be like, is this an allegory for this? Or is it the other way around? And it just like never really comes together. Yeah. So that part was kind of like, you know, womp womp, but yeah. Housemark, who makes this, they're making a new IP, I think. I'll be in for whatever they do next. This yeah. gameplay was fantastic. Yeah. And I think that their model, I almost would compare this to Demon Souls. Like, they have been making arcade type shooters for a long time, but this was their first big, ambitious one on this level. And it's funny because the Dark Demon Souls remake was on PS5 and then this came out. And I was laughing. I was like, these two freaking hardest games on earth are their only games, only exclusives yeah. for a little bit. But Demon Souls was like it's five different worlds and you kind of got to go far without dying and like it had a cult following. And I feel like this game is similar. I want to know what they would do with this gameplay almost in like an interconnected world or like an open world or, or like a you said like a more of a story based thing. Yeah, like, I'm saying. curious what they would do. I ended up liking that it was a roguelike because it actually fits the story and I got into a good flow state with it. Um, and now I guess I'm two i've beaten two of these things 80s and this so they're not impossible you definitely can beat them just gotta keep trying you you just trying. can't approach it with this thought of i'm finishing this tonight like you can't it's mm. more about learning and enjoying and getting better at the game yeah so returnal returnal maybe i'll returnal to it someday <laughs> uh nintendo came out with a direct they did didn't they they did and we got to see more of Tears of the Kingdom. Tears of the Kingdom. Tears, Tears of the Kingdom. I'm the only person that still calls it Tears of the Kingdom. The Tears of the Kingdom. Uh, did you didn't watch the trailer, right? No, but you can talk about it. Okay. Um, 
So Zelda has a gun now. <laughs> I'm just in a, I'm, ex, I'm, I'm, I, I will play this game day one. I'm in a weird place where I don't feel like hype about it. And that's, that's kind of how I felt about Breath of the Wild personally. Yeah. I was, I looked at that game and I was like, I'm going to play it because Zelda. But then when I played, I was like, oh. Yeah. And maybe I think that's probably going to happen with this game for yeah. me yeah. again because. There's mechanics and stuff we see. Uh, some people compared this to Banjo Kazooie. Yeah, Bolts, I saw that and I, I was like, "That sounds cool." And I <laughs> thought of you, which I hated. But then I also was like pretentious and going, "Well, maybe it's cool." Like, <laughs> maybe it's Zelda now. Oh well, I think it's gonna be cool. Um, like when Apple invented. The uh, thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it was. Exactly. Wow, this is really cool platformer thing. But um, no, I think there's they uh, they're holding some cards close to the chest still. On some of these mechanics, I, they have to be. Yeah. And there's, well, yeah. there's certain things we haven't seen yet, and I think like a month before, two months before, they're gonna do a blowout of like this game, and it's gonna be like Mario Odyssey with that hat thing. Like, oh, oh, that's what this game's about. So I think we're gonna see some more of that. I think it does have to do with vehicle stuff, and I actually am like in a state, a better state than I. Nuts and bolts was like it was similar to Beyond Good and Evil. It's like you're not giving me sure anything, whatever. But Zelda does have like, especially after Breath of the Wild, it's like you're playing with these systems. Yeah. We're in the wheelhouse of like you can do a nuts and bolts. Yeah, I'm open to that now because that could be really fun with like how you get past challenges. Nuts and bolts is like I just wanted to collect crap and do yeah. uh, some platforming, and this is why am I building a plane from scratch? <laughs> why am I? I have a bird in my backpack. I just want to jump around. I have a bird in my backpack. Um, but uh, no, it looks it looks really cool. Still, the debate we've had is like, do we emulate this thing? Do we I'm play this? It. I do have the collector's edition pre-ordered. I yeah, I have the game pre-ordered. I'm not a dirt bag. I did get that, but it's like, do I play this? Emulate but frick them, frick Nintendo. Um, What's the due date on this right now? May, May 12th. I just have a feeling there is no chance this game's coming out in May. Really? Dude, they they're they, dropping this in May. They're dropping so many. I'm so confident. Like I'll put 500 dollars on it. Is this a new bet? Is this a new Dweeb Rose bet? I just have a feeling. $500? <laughs> no. Well, then, okay, then, then it's dropping in May. It's going to drop within three years. Yeah, okay, deal. <laughs> like, duh. I just have a feeling. I only do three years. Bets. I know, uh, yeah. No, I get it. I just, yeah. At the end of the day, there's nothing, nothing. This game is so on the back of my burner of like my mind. May is in two months. Yeah, it's coming out, dude. You, you said in a couple months before, we're there. Yeah, yeah, I know. I, I, they, out. they keep at this point, they would keep pushing it back. I don't know. I think it's, they would have pushed it back at I the last direct. I think they would have already said something, Yeah. but they keep making posts like May 12th, May 12th, and they keep reiterating every direct. So I don't know. Hmm. All that to be said, that looked cool. Whatever they, uh, I was all to talk about the big three. So Zelda, they, sh they talked about, yeah. Metroid Prime Remastered got kind of shadow dropped. I it love just, that. That's just, cool. It just went on the digital shop. That was really cool. If I didn't Some, have too much stuff, I'm already playing. I a lot of people were bummed that it wasn't a collection. However, this was not a port with HD textures. No. This is legit. Like, if you look into the... And now people, it's pretty much a remake. Now that we're doing this podcast, people have seen, I hope, by now. The freaking art is changed. They changed the lighting. They changed the models. It looked like, good. It, it is a legit like it's called these companies can't figure out what a remaster is. it's metroid remastered this is a remake yeah. yeah like it has enough to it and changed lighting and stuff to where it's like this is a legit the best way to play this you now we use both analog sticks 
because in the GameCube version, you're just mo- you moving one, and I you had to buy like this. I don't have the money. It is the buy. definitive version. Um, emulate it. No, but I'm going to support Metroid. They well, no, yeah, you can support, support it, but still emulate it. I did. Yeah. I did pre-order it, yeah. the physical version, which that is already really hard to come by. They didn't make a lot of versions because they just were like, "Hey, it's on digital right now." Um. But yeah, I, I I'm probably gonna play through this game. It's only like a seven and a half hour kind of game. If you yeah. and I played through it, so I kind of know how to play through it. But uh, I hope that they do this for two and three as well. I hope they kind of tweak some stuff like they did with this and put out those games as well. Which is it? Forty bucks. Forty bucks. That's good. Um. So that was cool. And then the other biggest announcement was Game Boy games and Game Boy Color games. Yeah, I checked and these Game out. Um, Game Boy Advance got me excited. Yeah. Our, our friend Kenny was like, went on a tirade. He's like, I want these added to it. We're all on a freaking plan. So we're all in a big giant family. And he texted me. He's like, can you get another person? And I was like, I yeah, I, I can. And he's like, okay, good. Let's do it. And I'm like, uh, hold on. I don't know if I want this. And he was like, it's only like XX dollars a month. And I was like, Whatever, I'm not, I'm not arguing. I'll get the other person. So I get the other person. I guess the HUD honcho was you, though. He had to have a blowout conversation well, with well, you. I was actually really open because, um, well, I when the N64 was like, hey, you have to pay more to get the N64 games, and those didn't work well at launch, I was like, this sucks. Like, I'm not, we're not doing that. And like, so I, I think uh, our friend Devin was like, I really want to do that. Can we upgrade? Yeah. And like, nobody else was like, I do not care. Everybody else didn't care, so he didn't bring it up again. But... Kenny was like, I really want to play freaking Minish Cap and all these, like, these other GBA games. Will you join on? And I was like, oh, you got to upgrade this year. He's like, I like how many people are on our plan? I said, there's six. I'm maxed out. And he's like, you can do eight. And I don't know if that's new. Oh, really? Or we didn't have enough people at the time. But he was like, we can have eight. I'm going to find us eight. So he, <laughs> sure enough, he very quickly did some recruitment, Metal Gear Solid uh, some ground zero we style. Added people. He yeah. got he had some people to mother base, and we got eight people now to our family plan. So it ended up being like it's eight more bucks a year or something. <laughs> and you had the funniest comment in our group chat. I because I had to put it together. I was like, hey, um, it actually did um like it put into discount like that we've already paid for the standard this year. And I was like, hey, I'm I need everybody's like remaining thing. It's it's like uh it's eight bucks or six bucks or whatever. <laughs> and Travis like. Dang, it's six bucks. I was gonna get another Starbucks for the year. <laughs> it was six bucks for the whole year. Um, for I just have to not get Taco Bell one time. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we did upgrade Iwata. You would be proud. We are on the expansion pass. But yeah, there's Game Boy games on there. They announced and showed all. It's a pretty solid lineup. I don't know where the freaking Pokemon games are at. I don't know why. Those weren't on at launch, but those aren't. Those are always going to be in the vault. Yeah, I don't get why because they have the perfect setup. Never mind. I hate going on this. I hate. We've been going for a minute now, but there's a whole tirade built into this about Pokemon. This will be their own expansion pass. It really will be, and that's the sad part about it. The one thing during the expansion pass that made me laugh was they were like, the games like that we've added uh, for Game Boy Color, uh, Warrior Land, and Alone in the Dark. And I was like, I didn't even know Alone in the Dark came to this. And it is the Alone in the Dark game ported to Game oh Boy my God. Color. And I, I, I was like, there. and that was the first thing I played because I was going to see this. And on my 4K television, this Game Boy Color game looks like a, uh, like I'm watching censored porn. It's just blocks. It's just blocks on the screen. 
and it is nearly unplayable. I tried to play Alone in the Dark on my PC like five, six years ago. Yeah. It it was unplayable on GOG. I can't yeah. even imagine the Game it's Boy Game Boy Color, Color. and it's just it's just sprites wow. melting together. Uh, but it was very funny. I played for like ten minutes, but <laughs> uh, but really, like having Minish Cap on there, and they're going to be adding Golden Sun to yeah, and they'll stuff, add more over and, time. And both those games and, and all that's going to come. So that that's that is cool. Um, but we are on the expansion pass. We are playing all that stuff. So good job, Nintendo. Good job, Nintendo. Um, there was one other thing that was interesting. Yeah, so it was the Xbox, right? Yes, uh, uh, Xbox came out and announced that they were they had signed up a plan or signed up an agreement to bring Call of Duty to Nintendo. So Microsoft putting their games on Nintendo. Now, like this isn't a shocker because, like, if you go back to like the Wii and the Wii U era, um, Black Ops Two came out on the Wii U. Mm. Um, that was the last Call of Duty to hit a Nintendo title. Um, Nintendo had their own de- dedicated DS Call of Duty games, like that was a I thing. Remember those, yeah. Um, but in terms of mainland Call of Duties, Black Ops Two, Nintendo Wii U, that that happened. Um, that was a thing. It was an own dedicated port. But since then, they have stopped making games for because the games just became too big. Yeah. Um, the, Call of Duty Activision, they're it's known to being this 80, 90 gig mega house. Yeah, just of work. just game, like it's just all the graphics and stuff. So. Nintendo couldn't and handle these it. These are just cloud versions, right? Yeah. So which they've done with Kingdom Hearts, and didn't they do that with the Resident Evil games? Didn't mm-hmm. some of those come and they're just cloud versions? Yeah. yeah. And it's like I'm not doing that. So it's gonna be interesting to see what how it works because one, the Switch isn't gonna be able to handle. The Switch couldn't run Modern Warfare Two. Hmm. It couldn't run Black Ops Cold War. I would be shocked to be honest with you if it could run Black Ops Three, yeah. um, just because of just how the games are. But now so, the cloud runs it all. It could be, yeah, it'll be fine. I just yeah, they're getting Call of Duty Mobile. Yeah, yeah, that's why. But, but hold on, Call of Duty Mobile is the best Call of Duty out there it right is now. Fun. It's it is fun. I I still play it, dog. So, you ever hooked the controller up to that? No, dude, you fry. It's yeah. so good. So I'm wondering, like, is this the only? Is it just for Call of Duty, or is there? Is this open? I think the, it's going to be others. You're going to get other, other things. Xbox property stuff, but it's going to be like these cloud versions. Yeah. But at the same time, that's crazy that Xbox, like Microsoft, Sony. Games, is behind. Are making yeah. Are they gonna, They're are behind. They gonna, but Microsoft's probably like, hey, take my hand. But Sony keeps laughing it away. I saw so this. There's this crazy quote from uh, Phil Spencer I saw today, and it was something along the lines of, "They were like, what happens if this deal doesn't go through with Activision?" Yeah, and he said basically verbatim, "There will still be an Xbox." We think. <laughs> like xbox will still exist we think and i all right. was just like is this That's like a, a, all yeah. chips are in like if this doesn't work yeah. out like we're folding yeah uh, like i don't know because people always debate does xbox make money because yeah. microsoft makes money yeah. but xbox is kind of a you know it's a trust fund baby in a lot of ways like yeah. it's not microsoft's bread and butter yeah and they definitely whether or not it's profitable or not, there's all this debate about is, is Game Pass sustainable? Is this is that? I don't know. Companies have lost leaders all the time. So is it sustainable? I don't know. But it does make you wonder, like, how much, like, of a cost center, of a loss do they take overall? Because yeah. they have deals with all these companies yeah. to put these games on Game Pass. 
I think there has to be some kind of a sound strategy after, to it. After but. the 360, it seemed like I kept reading articles every couple of years that were like, they might, they might be shutting down. They might be shutting down. And man, after a while, where there's smoke, there's fire. I think they've had a lot of discussion. There's at least been a chat about it. Yeah. yeah. Um, whereas I don't think there's ever been a chat of like, let's shut down PlayStation or no, let's shut yeah. down our Nintendo consoles. There's yeah. never been. Because Microsoft has other way better, you know, PC and servers and stuff. They yeah. have other. They got like chats, AI stuff yeah. going yeah, on. Yeah, they have other things. So. Now, to be fair, Sony does have television, some other technologies. But mm. um yeah, it's it, you don't think that those have conversations about that, but no, yeah, I don't, I don't know what's going on. It's always talked about, but for me, it's just a. I think for them, it's just a state, it's a way to have a presence in homes. It's nothing that's going to ever mm. be like a. Until they fully move on, to, I think they want to go cloud based, and until they can get some like mo major momentum, there's nothing. But that, that quote from Spencer is like almost like a subconscious coming up. Like I think there'll be an Xbox. Like that, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like. It made me laugh. I was through. like, "Whoa!" A lot yeah, of I people. Think be an Xbox. And again, someone no. said it's it's scary when somebody answers a question nobody asks. Like <laughs> <Yeah>. that's scary. <laughs> but the other thing I would say is, I think Sony has been super disingenuous through this whole thing. They have bought they have bought tons of companies before. Mm -hmm. They've done exclusive deals forever. They freaking stole fa Final Fantasy from Nintendo at pivotal times. Yeah. And I'm sorry. I have never thought of Call of Duty as a PlayStation title ever. Yeah. yeah. Because they said that they were like, they were like, we've been the home of Call of Duty for 10 years. Jim Ryan or whatever says, like, no, you weren't. Call of Duty started on PC. Yeah. And then on 360, it was all about Xbox 360 with Call of yeah. Duty 2. Like, you guys started getting it more later on. And yeah, it's been made you a lot of money, but it's a third party thing. And mm. like, this idea, like, they've been telling like some of these governing bodies, like, that PlayStation will will dissolve if they don't have Call of Duty. Yeah. That is not true. Yeah. Like it is so like so false. Yeah. It's very annoying. So I don't know. Just wanted to say that. Yeah. I I think that this they deal are, is crazy though. There's a lot on crazy. the line because like I just keep seeing tip for tat and like people kind of fighting because I saw an article that made me laugh and it was uh um the Last of Us like those first two episodes came out and. Somebody at Microsoft, some of the person that's trying to get this deal through, said, hey, and tagged the FT FCC or whatever. And was like, um, see, uh, Sony has like, they're doing just they're fine. Doing they, just they, fine. Ha they have like a giant show and this game. Yeah. And uh, why can't we join it? You know, why yeah. can't we get our thing? So there's some real like just going back and forth on this. So like, I mean, I don't understand. Like they. Yeah, it's. I, I think what it is is like uh, them actually because Microsoft got um, who they who did they get recently they've got I feel like they bought like they bought Bethesda they bought Bethesda yeah. and stuff and I think it's this quick accumulation that's making everybody squinty eyed because if they hadn't done on that and just got Activision it'd be like well it's a crazy deal and no one would be like hey FCC you know what I mean mm -hmm. I think it's just all this other stuff all at once that's spooking people and making people like squint a little bit. Yeah, and that's what I think is kind of like. Yeah, do we want Microsoft owning Call of Duty and this and and all of Oblivion and all of like Elder Scrolls? Like, you know what I mean? Like that kind of thought is like, what are we doing here? But yeah, uh, yeah, I mean they're gonna keep keep trying what to get this might happen. Who knows? Who knows? But do you think that PlayStation has real grounds to say no? 
like they're acting like something's being taken from them. No, they have no grounds. I think, but I I'm just, sorry. I, I it's just, a, it's just really an install base. Really it's just sad. an install base. I do think, but Microsoft has said, hey, it's going to be on PlayStation, or they're trying to make assurances, assurances that it will be. Call of Duty is a massive, 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 ginormous the game, the third party game, like that everyone gets. Like, yeah, so yeah. is FIFA, so, and that's dominated by PlayStation. That's true. So, like, um, I, I just, I, I, I think that's just such a, field. I think that is what's throwing up a little you know red flags everywhere it's like whoa that's like a big one that's yeah. like a, that's like in the realm of like third party that's gonna maybe just be on one console but i think they're trying to to pat you know uh pass the piece here of like hey nintendo 10-year yeah. deal and i think that they're trying to ease those worries with those deals yeah so that they can get this through because i i think if they weren't doing that they were going into this deal going you know they're gonna get crossed yeah out. but i think these things are paving a way to where this deal could go through yeah so it'll be interesting because i i don't i don't trust any of these companies but the thing i like about xbox is and they have stuck to it is they're not a console company they're a platform technology company and they're putting their software on everything yeah it's on pc it's on it's going to be on um game pass on they're putting it on uh what's that one streaming service why am I blanking? Roku? Uh, GeForce, whatever. Oh, that, GeForce they're, Experience. They're putting it on the GeForce yeah. Experience. It's on PC. It's on Xbox. Yes. It's going to be on Switch. They've been trying to put it on It's on everything. Yeah. yeah. They don't... I mean, you can get it on your phone. It's, it's, there's yeah. a million ways you can do it. It's on Samsung TVs. You don't yeah. even need a box. Yeah, that's true. So at the end of the day, it's... Just Let them have it. Let's see. I mean, I, I just... I don't know. I, I don't care. It Let them have me. it. <laughs> If there was a compelling reason to not let him have it, I would listen. But Sony's argument falls really hollow to me, extremely hollow. Yeah. Um, FCC, actually, you know who should talk about this because all eyes are on this person. Um, that Alec Murdoch. Oh my gosh. On trial for murdering all those people. Let him have an opinion on this. He should year. look straight at the camera and say, "Give Xbox Call of Duty." And that's it. Well, thank you guys for watching another crazy, wacky episode of the Dewey Bros podcast. If you enjoyed, make sure you like, make sure you have subscribed to the channel. Hey, we're also on your Apple podcast. We're also on your Spotify podcast, whatever it's called. We're on there. Check us out. And more to come, more podcasts to come. We've been doing this for... A long time mm-hmm. for a while 2017. now. Mm-hmm. So we're going to continue monthly podcast, weekly hangouts on Thursdays at 7 p.m. Eastern. Playing through games, beat Resident Evil 4 all the way through. We're going to choose a game soon to play all the way through. We don't know what that is yet, but um, yeah, come uh, chat, hang out, all that good stuff. Any last words? Nope. Thanks for joining us. As always. Thanks for joining us. And FCC, if you're watching, let him have it. Let him have it. Let him have it. I know that we just live in a... I'll let it go. Let him have it. We live in a world where like let United have Airlines it. and American Tra- Airlines bought each other. Like That's I'm, true. I, like, let him have I'm it. I'm going to say this last thing, right? The console manufacturers are in competition with each other. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They're not in competition with the publishers. The publishers are down the food chain, right? Mm-hmm. If Microsoft was buying Nintendo, that would be a, a monopoly. 
Yeah. If Microsoft was buying Steam, that would be a monopoly because they're at the equal level, right? Okay. But if you're buying people that make games, they're down the food chain from you. It's why Disney bought the rights to Star Wars, the rights to Marvel, Marvel. the rights to Pixar. Yeah. But that's not a monopoly because nothing's stopping WB and all these other people from going out and buying their own stuff. But that's why when Disney bought Fox, that was that they're equal playing field. Yeah. Mm. Sorry, we were wrapping up the podcast. I just that is confusing to me. Like yeah. buying yeah. someone down the food chain from you in your industry is different than buying your direct competitor. Monopolies with Travis, ladies and gentlemen. Hope you enjoyed we'll, it. We'll see. I mean, we'll see what the arguments come out. We'll see. Let them have it. Let us have federal student loan forgiveness. <laughs> yeah, and I will uh, let you do whatever yeah. you want. You can do what you want. And, and yeah, who I don't care who takes call of duty. Guys remember that, you guys remember I'll when that was happening? <laughs> Never mind. We gotta move on. And Ooya can have the call of duty. Ooyah. Bring care. back Ooya. All right, let's look at the camera and say let him have it. Three, let him have two, it. Oh. Th- two, one. Let, let him have it. it. Yeah, thank you. Uh, Nope. Sure. Yep. Okay.